My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Previously on the Pete Santilli Show. You're not going to be harmed by Mike Johnson being a God-centered man. Is anyone going to be harmed? Right. You know, I, I, we, we need to bring God back into government. Mm -hmm. We really, really do. Uh, there's no such thing as a separation of, uh, of church and state, by the way. Don't, don't let anybody tell you. I mean, separation of church and state. Uh, what it applies to, for those of you that are new to hearing me say this, it's to keep the government in check. Uh, that the government will make, you know, no law that will interfere with our religious rights. Dominic Pozzola, you know, and he and I, we, uh, you know, uh, we would talk on the phone and I would tell the FBI, you better think you're lucky stars. All he did was bust a window. He's probably the most egregious, you know, that he broke a window. Uh, the rest of them, they took selfies. They walked around. Um, and anybody that did get into physical altercations was to push back the police because they were trampling those that were trying to give CPR to Roseanne Boylan. Imagine, folks, all right, everything we're going through right now, all right, we started at a much smaller level. You know, when Mike Lindell says, I'm never going to back down, how much money did I have in my pocket when I came out after I beat them? I had a hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yeah. And we started from scratch and we rebuilt it. We Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing. Now I want I you to join nothing. me, okay? When Mike Lindell says never back down. When President Trump says never back down. When Pete Santilli says never back down. Are are you gonna back down? Are you gonna sit there and sit back? Or are you gonna step up and fuel? At minimum, at minimum, even if those that choose to stay back there are their own free will, I can't force them no, to, no, no. to go. So those that choose to stay back there, we need to get the men, uh, the women, uh, and the children out of there, okay, period. Uh, I know that will happen. That's guaranteed. Guaranteed they will come out. Okay. Uh, no, no women and children there. There are women and children there. You know this. Yeah. What if you? Yes. Okay. Please allow us to go up there and get them. They'll be back with us. Guaranteed. That is a guarantee. For those that choose to stay back there, I, I know that I can convince 
Uh, I can persuade uh, the Sir, please don't aim the rifle at people. This is a Can I walk away from here so I can film safely, sir? Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm following your orders. Yes, sir. You can Okay. All right, thank you, sir. I'm just trying to document Santilli's arrest, okay? Okay. Truly, freedom, freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about, nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand.
home and away we go. Oh my goodness, uh, Fluffer, you didn't tell me that my my uh, <laughs> my collar was discombobulated. That's okay. Top of the morning to each and every one of you. Deb Jordan, are you ready to go? We're going to get at this if you want to. Yeah, it's I'm up ready. To you. I'm ready um, when you are. Did you did you say uh, that we already have what kind what kind of troll is there? Oh, yeah. Is there we have trolls out there? Just your regular kind. Just regular kind? Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? I eat you for lunch. Okay. I well, crush you. Know, you. The, the the Jew hating kind. Oh, Jew hating kind. Yeah. Well, you know, there there is an opposite of the Jew hating kind. And let me say good morning to you and then we'll yeah, uh, we'll it. get to our, our top news headline. Oh, mm -hmm. now I got a question mark under you. <laughs> great. Huh? Isn't that great? Uh-huh. Pete Santilli and Deb Jordan <laughs> close on Sundays. Yeah, good uh, morning, everyone. Deb Jordan, there's an opposite of the Jew hating kind, and that is the the Jew sycophants that are okay with them guessing people mm. how ironic mm -hmm. that they're gassing people yeah mm -hmm. so yeah um so deb jordan please uh please tell me that we're doing okay we seem to be doing very well okay. on rumble anyway all right fantastic. Good. good good morning to everybody get settled in i've got uh some good news as we say hello i've got good news mm-hmm the the technique of taking your face and smashing it into the car, demanding that you buy the used car. I mean, I'd make a terrible used car salesperson. <laughs> You've got to be smashing your face in, yeah. into the car. I, I'm trying to inspire people uh, to take ownership of this show and and like rocket fuel, propel it. So I've, I've got good news. I'm going to be sharing it with you. I just need to get settled in here. All right? Yes. Uh, I want to open up our chat rooms. And I, I, I want to encourage everybody. There's a very good reason for it, all right? I want to encourage everyone right now to hit that rumble button. Why? Why is it? You know, when when you rally uh, Santilli Brigade, right? We got a small little tight-knit group of people. We do. Um, actually, I'm being, being told, uh, Pete, it's not a small show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that conference call I had? I do. With very influential people. They yes. said, uh, Pete, your show's not small anymore. I remember. Yeah. So yeah. so we so we gather together. We we love we're like minded individuals. We're God centered patriots. And then those that may not be totally God centered patriots are certainly not being harmed by it, so they feel comfortable with us. Mm-hmm. Um so, so what do we do? We take, you know, a little bit of rocket fuel, all right, from each of us, and we propel this thing, this gathering. It's kind of like we're building a church, and we're like, hey, gather with us in this church. And the church could be, we got a group of people out on the beach, and we're taking a look at the sunrise, mm -hmm. and praise and worship, and, and we're doing beautiful things, and we begin our day with a prayer, and nobody's getting harmed, and it's a great gathering. And we want to invite more people to the thing. You know, we have thousands and then hundreds of thousands and then millions. And what we offer in freedom and prosperity is magnetic. And people come to it voluntarily. So I can't force you to do anything. You have to understand what your individual role is in this thing every mm -hmm. step of the way. And you cannot skip a step. 
I don't care if you're sitting there saying, well, I got 7.62 and 5.56. I got my Second Amendment. If they, and, and if you can't even defend the First Amendment, you want to go right to the Second Amendment. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's almost the equivalent of turning the rifle around and pointing the muzzle at your face and say, I'm going to use my 7.6 and firing it at your face. You might as well just, you know, put yourself on the Clinton body count list. Okay. Right. Okay. So we're not going to sabotage our efforts. We're going to take it step by step. General Flynn's going to be coming on. We're going to have a discussion about this. It is so important that everybody understands there is no, we're done with the days of people telling you, oh, uh, like Jim Jordan, remember, I have to pick on him. You know, uh, he of says, course. he says, oh, in the midterm elections, send me a donation and we will investigate. I'm like, what the heck have you been doing? What do you mean send you a donation and you're going to investigate? You know, your political career is secondary to the investigations that have, should have been going on. For a long time, every millisecond that you've been in office, what do you mean? Send me a donation, and and if you elect me, we'll we'll do an investigation. What are you talking about? What have you been doing for five years? <laughs> you know, making Fox News clips, right? I know, right? Um, oh, so yeah. so gone are the days where we ever 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 rely upon any personality except for Lauren Boebert when she's uh, in the dark and night getting her boob squeezed. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Really, that's all she's worth anymore. Mm. That's it. She just went off the rails. She's got those pink pumps, a boob squeeze, and mm-hmm. what does she do? Throw a vote out for McCarthy? Is she voting for... What does she do? I don't know. She did some crazy stuff. Yeah. Did she turn on Matt Gates? I don't, I don't know. I think they're all fighting. They're all fighting, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, oh, we need, we, this is what we need to do. It is up to us. I'm going to read it to you again in the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is up to us. Every person, like when we gather, just like I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, first and foremost, always unapologetic about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gather together. Uh, we're like-minded individuals, we're God-centered, and we pray that our adversaries voluntarily come to, to Jesus, and good things will come out of that. We have testimony to that. Many people, including myself, I would not be here if it, wa- if it wasn't for his, his miracle. And, and, and then we also pray, you know, that, that the power of us together, right, our individual contributions, right, will defeat our adversaries. And it, and it actually will. I, I think that the Lord is just like, all right, guys, come on, you know, you know, your individual souls collectively is a, such a powerful thing. You guys have to figure it out. It has to be done through free will. I'm not going to force you to do it. You need to see it, that you put your souls together. You are inconquerable, but ultimately, Satan's going to try to co-opt you. And when I come down there, and he knows I'm coming, and, and the epic battle is, is not to prove my point to him, but it's going to be on full display before you. Mm. Before you. Satan knows that he will lose. And he will fight the fight to 
still to the last millisecond, the last flame that he throws out there is to convince you that you've got a shot at it and you don't. You don't. I think you'll have up to that moment to recognize that, that what he has told us, that he's coming. He is the king of the universe. He's coming back as the lion. That you will be given that opportunity up until Satan breathes that last ball of fire, right? To say, oh my goodness, right? Before he did that, I, I read here that God is going to win and he's the king of the universe and this whole thing is a sham to get us to be forged in this fire, to get ready to enter his kingdom. I love you, Lord, and take a knee and welcome the lion as he comes and cheer him on. I think he's going to give us until that last millisecond because that's all that matters that you accept him, that we accept him. Did not when, you know, it's not like you have to accept him and then live, you know, three more days on keto, you know, <laughs> there's like, it's unconditional. So why would he not say you have until the last millisecond, right? It's all going to be a huge show. But our power in coming together in preparation for that ultimate battle we gather together. What is the purpose of it? Is it to cheer on the battle? I mean, God is going to win. It's not like we have to cheer for one team. It, it, it's a rigged game. <laughs> right? He's already, yeah. He's, he's been working behind the scenes. He's going to win. But our purpose is to gather together to cheer him on and tell everybody else and draw them in and, and evangelize and tell them this is what's going on here. This is why we're together. Look at us. Look at how powerful we are. And we're fearless, too. There's a lot of fire. You seem very, very fearful. We knew the fire was coming. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, we knew we might even get burnt, right? We're not afraid. He's coming. This is what it's all about. He told us it was coming. Thank you for showing up. Let's watch something magnificent, and then let's join together and go enter into his kingdom as we smell burnt Satan. <laughs> right? Right? Come on, you guys. We can do this together. It had the you have until last millisecond. I just said that, right? You have until the last millisecond. You don't have to do anything that I suggest, but I'm not going to stop suggesting it. I'm not going to. I'm going to lead by example. How about that? I, I promised him, I promised him, and I meant it. That's why I'm like, oh, my goodness, boy, did I mean it. And he knew it. I said, you bring, you bring me that miracle. Uh, and it wasn't like I was, I didn't, it didn't matter to me whether or not I was going to get out. It really didn't. And he knew that. I said, I, I accept your will. And I said, if I, if you don't mind, I'm going to put in a special request. I think it's a waste of talent if you leave me in here, you know, playing checkers with psycho people over in Ward 7, you know. But I will love them. I will love them. I'll guard them. I'll protect them. I was actually, believe it or not, I have to tell this story, you guys. 
Um, I was in because they had to keep us separated uh, in uh, in Multnomah County Jail. They had us like on different floors, one person per, and they ran out of units because we had like thirty something guys, and the less dangerous ones, you know, like you know, not so talk show hosty, <laughs> right? They would have a couple of those guys teamed up, but just left alone. And I was in the psych ward. Just so happened that, that that's where I was layered. I was in that unit and there were rumors out there. Um, and it was the best place in the whole joint. Because right after they received their psychotropic drugs, everyone was mellow. <laughs> but on a, on, a, right. on a serious note, uh, so many people in there uh, told me that, uh, that they were hearing voices. They said, it's real, I heard voices. And mm-hmm. my only regret is that I told somebody. I knew what they were doing and they, they all know. They all know what it is. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, you know, there's some people that don't know what it is and they're kind of surprised that our government could be propagating that into the minds of humans. Like they can't even fathom that. It's some conspiracy theory, but there's a lot of people that know what mm-hmm. these, the CIA people and the FBI and the technology that they have access to. This is not a conspiracy theory, folks. It's not. Um, It is not. They had been for many years experimenting with such technology. You'll you'll read about, uh, I don't know if he's still on the loose, the shooter in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Uh, His family said that as soon as he received new hearing aid devices, he started hearing the craziest most frightening voices in his head. Mm -hmm. Isn't that remarkable? Yeah. How he was complaining uh, because he heard voices in his head and they were telling him to do bad things. Mm -hmm. That's called the FBI. Yeah. I'm in Tokyo. It's the $99 tip on the wall, $99 tip. You take one down and pass it around. I'm so broke, I gotta beg today. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much. All right. So, oh my goodness, we're at 823. This conversation is important, folks. It is. Um, Deb, let's let's do this, and then we'll, we'll come back around to it uh, full circle. We're going to okay. tell you if uh, you're just tuning in, we want to welcome you. Uh, do certain things, please. We're going to take it baby steps. All right. When you, when you come in, check in, hit that rumble button. Not because you like it. That's not what it's about. You know, thumbs up is boom. It's, it's rocket fuel. Little, little bits of rocket fuel and we propel it. And I'll tell you what the end result is. But um, uh, this is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Israel will gas Hamas tunnels. Now, you got the Jew haters and then you got the Jew lovers, which is just as bad. Because you can't just blindly, you know, and and, and say, oh, I'm a Christian. I must support the nation of Israel. I mean, Mm -hmm. folks, they they have just as corrupt 
of a system. They got a uniparty. As we do. Left, right. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just as bad. So what is happening out of the, whether it be the military or the government, I, I don't support that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't support it. I don't even know who's good and who's bad. So mm-hmm. I, do I support Israel? No. You know who I support? I support 12, Genesis 12, 3. It didn't even have a name at the time in Genesis 12, 3. The Holy Land, right? Mm-hmm. The Holy Land. And, and the Lord said, those that bless the Holy Land will be blessed in Genesis 12, 3. It's really that simple. I mean, there's not, I, any other, we hold these truths to be self-evident, right? That's it. You can have an argument all you want. It doesn't matter. There is no argument. I don't sit there and debate 12, 3. God has certain commandments, right? Certain things written in the scriptures. Do you want to go against that? Shoot, you could be a leftist listening to my voice right now, right? And all of a sudden I start talking about, ah, screw your climate change, science, blah, 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 right? And they will go crazy because their science and their numbers and the proven and it's documented and they got their books and, right? I'm not going to wear your mask and I don't care about the vaccine. Oh my goodness, the CDC says the best. And they have their entire bureaucracy. They have actually mm-hmm. shelves of books with three ring binders and the science is documented. Mm-hmm. They have their scriptures. They have so much faith in it. We're not allowed to look at ours. You know, so I'm reverting to mine. It's my three ring binder that's on the shelf. Where do we go back? And it gives me such confidence and comfort, right? That, that that the guy, it's such a beautiful thing. I'm not just saying this, you guys. I really honestly say that to myself, you know, such a bit. Last night I opened it up. I don't know if you saw me on Zoom before I came up. Mm-hmm. You know, I just said, oh, I, I, I'm I agitated did. here. And I opened it up. I had a conversation with Ryan Bundy. Oh, good. When, anytime I ever connect to those that are connected with God, mm-hmm. uh, it's always a good thing. Um, this is such a beautiful thing during times like this, right? It is. We don't need to mourn for our nation. Is that wild? I just said that. It felt <laughs> uncomfortable. It's taken Did me it? in the overnight. Yeah, we don't need to mourn for our nation. This is the way it was supposed to be. God had planned this. This references to the new world order, Right? There's references to the New World Order. That th- this, this book right here says that the New World Order is going to come. That the number of the beast is going to be upon us. And it is. Yes. It's supposed to happen this way. This way. Uh, what we're going to, if we feel any anxiety or urgency or whatever it is, is how quickly can we reach more people with the word as to what we're to do, Right. This time is running short. For Israel to gas Hamas tunnels, all right? It's, mm-hmm. it's it, listen, you see the Palestinian people, they're waving flags, they got kids. There's a girl in, <coughs> excuse me. I, I can pretty much guarantee you 
that the image of the girl that had the, the freaking Palestinian oil rag on, she had her boobs hanging out, and she's, you know, from the river to the sea, me, 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 right? That girl has been sexting and having sex since probably 11 or 12. Hmm. And was uh, she Palestinian? I don't know, but I'm just saying, like these these people that cling to uh, whatever it is that they're handed handed by their Saul Alinsky masters, they have to get riled up, you know, mm-hmm. to to fight the fight. You know, they have to the community organizers. They have a way to do that. They'll send out messaging and put out word and get everybody energized. All right, everybody, we're all going to move in this direction. And uh, they're fighting for the Palestinians who just slaughtered human beings. Like, like if you could be for the, pal- the plight of the Palestinian, that's okay. I mean, it's not bad. You don't want people to be oppressed, right? Hmm. Uh, you want them to get medical supplies. You don't want them to be. You want them to be enslaved. You could still. But for the purposes, like now is not the time to be saying, "Well, I stand with the Palestinians." right up against what Hamas just did. You can't do that. You need to say, for right now, guess what? We stand for the Palestinians. We denounce what those people did, even against our mortal enemy. We hate these people, Mm. but that's not right. That's not even war. That's barbarism that we don't associate with. That's what they should be doing. And then you got the other side, you know, that we have people in the Senate right now that are, the government is declaring that you can't express yourself. Unbelievable. I, and, and a and lot of people are jumping on board with that, actually. I, I absolutely, I'm going to tell you something. I believe that the, the counter to the advocacy for that is society. Society will naturally just shun that. They will say, they will denounce it. I don't need the government mm. doing that. I don't want the government doing that. As a matter of fact, it's no. disgusting. These Palestinian people, Rashida Tlaib and all those, if you're disgusting, you're filthy. You won't even denounce what just happened. That What does that tell you? Uh, your mm-hmm. silence is, your silence is, uh, is, is um, um, complicity almost. Uh, you need to speak out in favor. There was an Islamic leader in, in the Muslim religion, and he was screaming at the top of his lungs on memory TV. He said, what are you mm-hmm. people crazy? This has nothing to do with what we're doing. Yeah. Don't, don't you dare associate with such things. That's not what the Quran teaches, right? That's not what we're about. And he was an imam. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was beautiful. But then there's the other side. You know, I stand with Israel, and then you know, and 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 that whole thing is like a war propaganda regurgitation. You're literally just robotized mm-hmm. because they got to send a hundred billion there. You know, <laughs> yeah. which they're not. They're not sending money. They're they're literally. What's happening is they're. Buy, Israel has an agreement with the United States to purchase weapons. They do. They're going to buy them. You know, mm-hmm. I heard a conference call with Raytheon. You know, and they just sounded so professional. I said, "Billions, it's going to work this, and we got this." But and they just matter of factly just say we are going to profit. You know, mm-hmm. and you're literally becoming a war profit puppet. 
Oh, you are. Supporting Israel. We are going to stand with Israel. What does standing with Israel mean? You sound like a war propaganda puppet. Mm. I stand with Genesis 12, 3. That doesn't mean I want gassing of people in Hamas tunnels. Right. So when we look at Do this, I make my point here? You do, very clearly. And But all, on the other hand, <clears throat> you know, Hamas and these groups out of the Middle East like them, they're, they're propagandists they and they're masters at it. I, I'm and right. then, wait a minute, and then so is the United States and so is Israel. Everybody's yeah. a master propagandist, right? The only thing I'm saying about this whole nerve gas in the tunnels and all of that stuff is there is no clear, so uh, there's there's no clear uh, law, you know, line of yeah, line is. of proof that says that 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 is actually going to happen. It's sources say and maybe. And I have a source here and a source there. No, no, no. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the nerve gas and the this, tunnel. The, the steps to get. To we that don't point. know if that's well, true or not. Well, we don't know I'm if gonna, it's real. Okay, now listen. You guys don't like it, but guess what? I don't care. All right, because mm -hmm. we are mm -hmm. uh, we are aggregators of talent. Okay, <laughs> there are people out there that are talented. There, there are great interviews. We share them. Somebody said, mm -hmm. I came here to watch the Pete Santilli show and I got Alec Black. Listen, I'm not here to serve you up with your little cookie cutter, little <laughs> oh, freaking consumption card. No, seriously. I mean, you tune into the Pete Santilli show. If you like it, you'll stay. If mm -hmm. you don't, then leave. Don't be telling me what I can and can't do. Or no, you're not even telling me what you're doing. Is you're telling everybody else to assert your opinion, okay? Mm -hmm. About, I came here to, blah, blah. you came here to tune into the Pete Santilli show. And if I decide to show up and poop on camera, mm -hmm. that, you're not going to tell me what to do <laughs> oh or what goodness. not to do. If that's what I determine, I'm going to be doing. If you don't like it, go do your own show. And it's not, um, it, it, it's not a level of arrogance. There's a reason why I shared the entire interview with the freaking nuts mm -hmm. that could not, including me. I had never listened to Vivek Ramaswamy before. Mm -hmm. And I made my point about that. And I played yeah. it all the way through and I watched it. so many people lose their freaking minds. Oh, yeah. They lost their minds. Yeah. And I was yeah. able to extract things. And at the end of it, I barely couldn't even get out my opinion because everybody was telling me what I could or couldn't say or think or like or, yeah, you know, I couldn't course. even get that's that out. That's how they all, that's how, you know, and then we get people who are close to us that start doing that and we're just like, uh, you know, wrong move, right? And they're oh, tuned yeah. in too. They can't stop tuning in. I know. But I'll tell you what, we're done with you. You, you, you show you, they always show their colors. Okay. Eventually. Don't ever tell me what I can and can't do. Uh, because, you know, what, what, what makes you think that you're in some new age? Uh, just because you can interact with me. Uh, whereas before, you'd turn on your cable box, and if you didn't like what was on the channel, you'd change channels, right? You didn't stay there, stay there and berate the black guy that was doing, you know, um, 
the talk show or whatever it is or the or the game show, right? You didn't do that. You didn't you didn't have the opportunity to leave a message in the chat and the berate him and stay on his channel hating it. You know, like who does that? You're freaking blown in the mind if you don't like what you're tuned into, but you continue to stay to tell everybody else. You know what that's called? Leprosy. Mm. You're rubbing your disease all over everyone else. And I think that's what the desired effect is. Because it will change nothing. Mm. And I say this not just because of the other day, because I'm butt hurt. Tune in voluntarily, just like your cable box. If you don't like what you're hearing or what we're saying or what we're doing, then go to another channel. You have lots of choices. That's many. it. Many. You have many. I have free speech. You do. You can take it freely elsewhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. We get that a lot, right? You're, well, yeah, but you do not have a right to it disrupt the peaceful enjoyment of our chat room. Because I'm using the example of uh, uh, Miss Q. We've mm -hmm. been with her for years, right? Yes. She hates Ramaswamy. And I'm like, I know. And she's but like, she was very respectful. Too. She was very respectful. She didn't tell me, stop, don't put it out of your blah, blah, blah. She, she's like, I can't stand listening to him. She voiced her opinion about she it. She did. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then she sent me a picture of, uh, you know, her, her target. She's doing gun practice because one day, <laughs> right? I told her right? to get concealed carry. And yes. We, we don't agree on everything, but I needed to explain myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So here I am, ladies and gentlemen explaining that if you're on one side of this Israel thing for the Palestinians, mm -hmm. you're an idiot. If you're on the other side of this Palestinian-Israel thing for the nation of Israel, you're an idiot. You're a dum-dum. <laughs> Including very influential people that I heard this week that had no clue what they were talking about. No idea what they're talking well, about. Well, we are to pray for the we are to pray for peace in Jerusalem. And it's not going to come. No, but we're but we're so we are. It is going to come. Oh yes, eventually. No, we're. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we're. I'm going with and Colonel is, McGregor. It is, is going to be very you, difficult to well, stave off we're to, Armageddon. That's what we're supposed to pray for. Ah, we it, want peace. The yes. peace for peace for Jerusalem. Yes. Because when Jerusalem is peaceful, the world is going to be peaceful mm -hmm. and the only way that is going to come is through a really really tough time what do we have so. t t t fooch let's get ready all right you guys guess what i'm not gonna beg we're gonna go through i'll, I'll go through the rest of the headlines hundred dollar rumble rant we are way down okay and we have the end of the month you know why because i didn't beg you and tell you that i was going to implode within the next <laughs> two days so guess what well, i'm going I mean, to implode you know, well uh, you know, we're, you guys down to one sh we're down to two shows now so. yeah but our viewership has exploded it has. Right, as a result it has and well. i think we got a bunch of new people that are like what do you mean i gotta contribute oh yeah <laughs> i mean we will not survive which is your yeah. choice you don't have to support us Mm -hmm. But if you want to build this thing with us, I need your support. And I need it today. Okay. Mm. Uh, I need it today. Uh, $50 from Bill Tennis. Keep up the great work. Join Team Owen. Free Speech POW. Yeah. 
And five from J-Dog that went through there. Thank you very much. And Bill Tennis, we went back and read the article about you. Oh, yeah. He's famous. In a magazine. And wow. Yep. You're amazing. He sent me pictures before of his studio, but, you Mm -hmm. know. You know, like, uh, there was another person, you know who it is, that bought all that, uh, bought all that equipment and he never used mm-hmm. it. So, I mean, I'd seen it before. But yeah. Bill Tennis? Uses his. He uses his. Yeah. He does. And right. it's an honor to have him with us. He's, don't tell him, but he's famous. Okay? <laughs> don't tell he so, him. He sort of is, yeah. You know who's also famous? Who? Joe Biden. He's the most famous person ever to have been blackmailed by the Intel services. Yeah. Uh, The FBI, we're going to talk about it. Uh, And we're going to talk about the false flag frenzy. False flag frenzy. Oh, my goodness. We're going to get to that, right? And Black America Grand Awakening. Where is that going to come from? From the man, like me, if I were to tell black Americans what's happening to them, they'd be looking at me. I, I don't even know why they pay attention to the white liberals. Why yeah. do that? It's almost genetically ingrained in them now. Born with it. Uh, Generational. Vince Everett Ellison. You're going to hear this is a not only a bombshell interview, but what he will talk about in this interview is going to be contained in the interview. You're going to hear some things that were done. His documentary, right? We took one jurisdiction in mm-hmm. Louisiana, right? And it brought members of the black community in, and they played his documentary. And you know what happened? 90-plus percent of them all voted Republican. (laughs) (laughs) It was a revolt. Wow. Oh, it's happening. So guess what I'm going to be committed to? What? I'm going to be like uh, Scott Pressler, okay? He's great. I'm going to be like Scott Pressler. You know, Scott Pressler, we're going into the inner city. He'll be trying to, right? And he's a cracker, right? And... uh, uh, and it's going to be a lot more difficult for him to do like what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the inner city or offer up into the inner city copies of Vince Ellison's book, but, you know, the leaders, right, that have come to God, that, uh-huh. that have come through the trials and tribulations of everybody else. We all have problems uh-huh. that can witness to those in the inner city that live in the inner city, that they were bad once and now they've come to God. And play those documentaries and let let these people take ownership of our country. Let them lead. Amen. That's what I'm going to commit to. You're going to hear that in this bombshell interview today. And guess what? What? Uh, You're also going to hear from Frank Gaffney, who says that McCarthy was covering for the CCP. Yes, and that's another one of the topics. Sequoia, right? Mm-hmm. Corporation, so yep. beholden to them. I mean, this guy was what you watched basically through the three weeks was McCarthy try to sabotage the efforts to get him out and all the rhinos out. Yeah. What you watched over the three weeks of chaos was Matt Gates gambling. Yeah, he did, and winning, mm-hmm. and he won. Well, the, the, this battle, anyway. But, you know, it, McCarthy is, there will be payback. There will be blowback for Matt Gates for what he did. The rhinos are not just going to go off into a corner and say, okay, 
all is all is well, so all is forgotten. You know. Mm. Listen, uh, Johnson yesterday was his first full day, and when he was asked by the press, one of the first things he said was, "Is he is going to support you? You know, any any Ukrainian aid?" Mm. And people are people are like, "What? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but." Um, he's also dedicated to supporting any aid to Israel too. So what are you going to say? I mean, people who are Jewish in this country, they get upset over, over all of this Ukraine money, right? Are you know, are now begging and asking for money to help, to help Israel. So Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that one is. You say that a lot. I know what the answer is. You ready? Mm -hmm. Hmm? You want to know what it is? Yeah. Tell me what it is. Here's the answer right here. I'm sticking to this. Okay. Uh, And what we're going to do is we're going to switch up. I'm going to play. And if there's anybody out there that says, I tuned in to the beat. I didn't want to hear. No. You know what? There's a reason why I'm going to share this segment of Redacted, and I'm going to tell a story very briefly mm-hmm. about what I did. But here are the principles regarding to regarding uh, uh, Mike Johnson, Mr. Speaker, right? Mm-hmm. Here they are right here. You see those right there? Yeah. He, he documented those. He's got a track record of doing a lot of things, a lot of pretty good things. All right. Um, is, is he going to be able to... I mean, I'm totally opposed to the whole Ukraine thing, and you know that. Um, obviously, he doesn't have any advisors at all. He hasn't read any of the documents on the mm-hmm. CIA support of the Nazi war movement, George Soros, and yeah. all that. America's right? tired of the whole Ukraine thing, too. Yeah, but they're, it they're, looks they're like, tired of it. It he looks like know. it's going to be a package deal now. He obviously has no idea, but I'm going to tell you something. He's awake on a lot of things, and I support this right here. My seven, my seven principles, okay, I believe in. Mm-hmm. are the same ones that he's well-documented well before he became speaker. I want individual freedom. I want limited government. I want the rule of law. I want peace through strength. I do. I want fiscal responsibility. I want free markets, which do not exist. And I want human dignity. I love mm-hmm. those, okay? Yep. And if we can, and there's no such thing as a compromise, if I haven't been able to get to him to educate him on what the whole Ukraine thing is, well, we have a broken system anyways, surrounded by people that are telling him that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just dump the whole place and surround him with people that know better. Yeah. Well, and I believe he's a godly man, hmm. God-centered. I believe he's going to push for these principles. I think he's going to shake it up a little bit. He but, is. but, you know, listen, let's face it. And we have to be honest about this. Mm-mm. The jury is still out. We haven't seen him perform yet. He's a nobody. You know, nobody knew about this guy. You know, he's not been a big player. He's not been the big media guy. And I like that. I Yeah. I, well, Obama was the same way, right? But listen, I don't oh, know no. if I like that or not. It, the proof will be how he performs for the American people. I'm not going to throw... I'm not going to throw all my cards in on that one yet because mm. I don't know who this guy is. I hear what they're saying. Mm. I hear what they're saying. But, you know, I am not a... Uh, you, I, you call, me, call me from Missouri. 
you know say i'm from missouri you gotta show me i'm the show me state i'm not gonna get behind this guy 100 percent I, mean, I like some of the things I see that they say that he said or might have said or might have done. But, you know, listen, we've been burned so many times and jumping in. Yeah, I got burned with RFK Jr. big time, right? And I got burned several times jumping in and supporting people. And then just a few weeks later, I'm like going, oh, God, what was I thinking? So, you know, uh, uh, we'll see as far as I'm concerned. Show me. Show me. Well, guess what? I'm going to show you something. You ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, before we go to the redacted clip, and I tell you about the redacted clip, all right? Uh, I said yesterday, uh, I'm going to just tell you this is your show. This is our church. This mm -hmm. is our energy. You can't. Yeah. You know, like if I'm the pastor and I say, hey, everybody, you know, let's let's read the Bible and let's go to heaven, you know, and people sit there and say, I ain't going to go to heaven. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's what they're doing. But... Do that again. <laughs> oh, man. Don't you tell me what to do. I know. You can hide in the back How of the many times? That is exactly the way I would think some of the people we know. That is exactly what I envision them doing when, you know. When they disagree or be like, no. Yeah, I, I mean, it looks seriously. cute on a two-year-old, not so cute on a grown person. To to have seventy thousand people mm -hmm. in the pew pews, right? Yeah. And I'm the preacher. I'm like, all right, everybody, if we all stood up and wave our finger in the air, there would be a lot of air movement, right? Yeah. And and there's seventy thousand people, and I said, if you do that, you know, there's gonna be Air moving and everybody and like five people stand up. You know, <laughs> you know, and everybody's like, How's it going? What's going on? I'm too lazy. You know. Oh, that's terrible. That's just awful. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, seventy thousand plus people get together and I say, hey, we can get us and 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 a uh look at Tony the Tiger. Love you. What is it? Love your show oh seven. You talking about somebody else? You love somebody else's show or mine? <laughs> um, so Maybe I said, hey, you guys, check this out. It's your Welcome. show. If we have 70,000 people mm -hmm. and only 541, okay, and I showed it to you guys, right, uh, the day before yesterday, correct, didn't I? Do you remember that? Did I not? Yes, you did. I showed it to you guys. You did. And I said, we, we didn't even make the rank. And look at the bottom of the ranks of the top 50 on the leaderboard. Right? Go. It was like, no, it was like 550. And everyone was like, we had 70,000 people. Yeah. We had Terrence K. Williams have 6,800 people. Uh-huh. And half of them mashed that button. Right? <laughs> and did. threw him up there. 6,800. Yeah. His church is tiny. Mm -hmm. But everybody's freaking worshiping and praising and and pushing, right? Mm -hmm. They are. I mean, it really the, the 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 side, the good side we're on. Half of his people mashed the rumble button and threw him up there, and he will grow by leap, leaps and bounds. Yeah, they will grow by leaps and bounds. Yeah, we had seventy thousand people, and five hundred and forty-one did. And you know what that did? That that was equivalent of taking a flamethrower to your own underwear. And then complaining because it hurts. Are you the underwear bomber now? Yeah. McTollab. 
That is self-sabotage. So I said, so if you guys mash the button, right? I'm going to ask you a question right now. I don't know how many people are in the threads. doesn't matter, but there's thousands, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you a question right now, and you're going to respond to it. And I'm going to have to trick you, right? But you're going to benefit. I'm going to trick you. You ready? If you think that Michelle Obama has a penis, click the uh, the thumbs up button. Okay? Right? And what, what do you think everyone's going to do? What is everybody going to do right now? What do you think they're going to do? What? Now they're going to be stepping up to push that button. If they think... If they think Michelle Obama. Do you think that Michelle Obama has a penis? I want you to hit that thumbs up button on uh, on on Rumble. Mm -hmm. Click that Rumble button, right? <laughs> uh, right. And by doing so, uh, you literally put us on the leaderboard, okay? Mm -hmm. Because Guess we, what we had like almost 900, right? Mm -hmm. We had 900 thumbs up out of... 72,000 people. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to look at the negative side of it. All the apathetic buzzards. <laughs> no, right? we're going to look at the good side. We're going to look at this good side because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we hit, uh, here it is. We hit number, just by doing that, with that one effort, we hit, we were on 25. It moves around a little bit, right? We were at 25 this morning. I screenshotted it. Well, you should have okay. played the screen. We dropped down to 31, 818. But 32. That's, uh, 32. It was 31. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we hit 32 from yesterday's show, right? Look at this. We didn't even make the top 50. And all you had to do is just go, right? Yeah. How many of you think that Michelle Obama's penis is bigger than Barack Obama's? Mash that thumbs up button. Yeah. Huh? Well, this morning we were 25 in the overnights. We were pleased with that. But yeah. in the overnight, you know, we were at 25. We were at 25. So we are in the top 50, which is really good because uh, just a few days ago, at the beginning of the week, we were right at number this will 50, get 49, yeah, barely, this, this barely right on here, the radar. You know what it'll do? We're building a church. Let's pretend like our church is we're going to go out to the beach. Mm-hmm. And we're going to gather together and watch the sunrise and say our morning prayer together, right? Yeah. Uh, and and we're just going to tell people about it, right? And say, mm -hmm. hey, come. And we're inviting them. That's what you're doing. By pushing that rumble button is to invite people to the gathering at the beautiful beach, Huntington Beach with beautiful sunrise and the ocean coming over. And oh, my goodness, I used to spend so much time there. It was so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. It's the more, one of the most beautiful places. And, and they're conservative, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's like the last bastion yeah, that's of what I, conservatism that's what I in Huntington yeah. Beach. Mm -hmm. um, so we're inviting people to come join us. We, we want to do that, right? Do. Or, or do you just want to be sitting there with you and one homeless guy with Mad Dog 2020 that doesn't <laughs> care, Ugh. right? Yeah. And he's got dirty f feet, you know, nasty and you're like, no, I'm, I'm not inviting anybody. Literally, this guy's got dirty feet. No. It's self-sabotage. Let's bring people together in the name of Jesus Christ. And it works. Mm -hmm. So I just tricked you, okay? But ultimately, it's for the objective of inviting other people. We get free advertising. There we go. Do it. There's no reason why half of the people in the chat room right now, in a good, positive spirit, to invite people to come join us.
There's no reason why you would not want to do that. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that thumbs up. It, right. it is important. It, it is yeah. the most important. It's the most important. Because our strength mm-hmm. is in numbers. If I go up against the federal government by myself, you think I'm going to win? No, I'm not. It's not going to stop me, but I'm not going to win. Mm-hmm. But if all of us go up against this corrupt entity, if all of us do, we win. And we can do it without firing a shot. I promise you. Amen. Now, I'm going to share with you this morning, every morning. Are you going to take throw, a break? No, no. No, we're going to go straight through. You know why? Because this show is brought to you by We the People. This one, this particular one. We're okay. going to stay on this track. We're right. going to play a 2017-minute segment. That's our break. If you need a break, feel free to take one. No, I don't need one. You know, our sponsors, that's all. <laughs> we have sponsors. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got sponsors. They're okay. going to be covered. Okay, good. So I'm going to give credence to, uh, I mean, I, I really like Redacted. There's a couple reasons. Because um, Clayton came from Fox News. Kind of like me. I mean, I, he reminds me a lot of me. I was like a fo- Fox News brainwashing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I, f- I found out that Ron Paul wasn't just old and stupid. Because mm. that's what Sean Hannity was telling me. They didn't call him stupid. They called him crazy. Crazy old man. Mm-hmm. I thought Ron Paul was a crazy old man because that's what Sean Hannity was saying. Yeah. There was that a guy is, movement that's tried that, to start. That guy. Okay. And he says he knows yeah. martial arts. I like to put that dude to sleep. Okay. Yeah. I know freaking I may be old and fat. Okay. Uh, I will put Sean Hannity to sleep in a freaking hole just for what he did right there. That guy's straight up CIA. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Straight up CIA. Worthless CIA. Still with Fox. And Clayton left Fox News. And him and his, and I call them, you know, him and his ladybug, you know, partner, right? are out there doing the show called Redacted. And I love what they do. And they both work together. They put together their newsletter. Their show's growing by leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. And they literally went, they're on YouTube, okay? Yeah. And, and I, what did I do? I put my headphones on. I said, look what I'm watching right now. And I didn't know what they were going to be talking about, right? And mm-hmm. and he said, oh, Redacted. I said, aren't they cute? You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I put my headphones on and I went for the walk. And I came back and I'm like, oh my goodness, wait till you hear what they talked about. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because, folks, this is another example of regular Americans that are coming wide awake, wide awake. And we say enough is enough. I love Redacted because they're coming wide awake. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they're right or wrong or whatever, I don't even know. I haven't even criticized them. I love them. They're sharing. They're building their audience. I love their news coverage and perspective. And guess what? They tell the truth based on what they've researched. Mm -hmm. And we need to all do that. And here they are. Redacted on an important topic. False flags imminent. And they back it up with facts. You want to see it? I do. Here it is. 
All right. Well, it seems the United States desperately wants war with Iran. So how will how will they get it? Well, there's two ways they'll likely get it. They need you. I subscribe to their stuff, by the way, and that's why I'm going to permanently borrow this segment Make that to help promote right their stuff. Iran I'm a subscriber there. Hamas, and I support them. We see no daylight between the two of them. And also, we need to scare Americans into thinking that Hamas is coming for you. We need to scare Europeans. You know, Hamas is coming for you next. Here's the front page of the Wall Street Journal today, like right on cue, full exclusive. Hamas fighters trained in Iran before the October 7th attacks. Now, we should have known because days after the October 7th attacks, we were told that uh, U.S. officials said they thought that Iran was connected to this story, but they didn't have proof yet. So they were crafting the narrative right in front of us. So we we knew we would expect them to at least say something rather official that the media would regurgitate for them. Go ahead. Yeah. And as you can see, there are highlighted on the screen there, um, according to uh, in anonymous sources familiar with the matter and familiar with intelligence related to the assault is who says this, right? According to people familiar with intelligence related to the assault. Okay, who are these mysterious anonymous people, by the way? Uh, the people who said they would find this information in the first place. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're going to yeah. find it. Can we walk into a closet and you say it to me? So it's not enough, though, for Hamas just to train in Iran and for the U.S. to go to war. That's a huge leap, right? No, they need Iran or Hamas attacking American ships and American assets um, to really rally the American people. Otherwise, you're not going to put yellow ribbons on your trees, right, and say, we're, we're against Iran, we're against Hamas, let's rally up like we did during Desert Storm, right, and we'll have, like, Lee Greenwood come out and sing, a, sing American songs, and bald eagles will be flying around and all of that. We need that, right? We need something to attack us in order for us to be rallied against it. To understand how we pull this off, though, it's worth going back to the year 1898. Do you remember it? Well, not as such. In February of 1898, the, the USS Maine was destroyed. The US, United States battleship, the USS Maine, exploded in the then Spanish-controlled Havana Harbor. The explosion, of course, hit the newspapers, was heavily publicized by newspaper mogul William Randolph Hearst, and it rallied America to war against Spain. And it led to the United States seizing Cuba, Guam, Puerto Rico, the Philippines, and of course the term Remember the Maine became the rallying cry for Americans that were outraged that Spain would blow up our ship. Remember the Maine! Turns out that many historians believe the Spanish had nothing at all to do with the explosion of the Maine. In fact, the munitions perhaps exploded on the ship. That's what historians believe actually did happen. The Spanish had nothing to do with it. But it doesn't matter because that lie had already been successfully planted. William Randolph Hearst published it in the newspapers and Americans remembered the Maine. Down with those Spanish. But this was not an isolated incident, of course, because the declassified CIA documents from the 1960s specifically outline how to carry out false flag tactics to create what the CIA described as, quote, remember the main incident. You can read it right here in the CIA's own documents. We need to create a, quote, remember the main incident by the CIA. The plans by the CIA show how they would intentionally blow up a United States ship to start a war with a communist country. You can read the CIA's documents yourself. They are public. This is a blueprint for how to carry out a false flag attack. This week, Secretary of State Antony Blinken 
warned that Iran, it better not attack any of our ships that are currently patrolling the waters near Iran. You better not attack our ships. Because you know what? Any attack on American forces from Iran is, or its proxies would lead to our retaliation. So meanwhile, false flag alert number two, uh, are we about to see a chemical weapons attack? Uh, we've got a big update on this story we first brought you on Tuesday. Israel is apparently delaying their initial invasion of Gaza uh, because the U.S. has asked them to. Again, the Wall Street Journal. Here's the cover story of the Wall Street Journal. Israel agrees to U.S. request to delay invasion of Gaza. And uh, it specifically talks about how we want to get our air defense systems in place so we can place our air defenses in the region to protect U.S. troops, according to U.S. officials and people familiar with the Israeli planning of this. Okay. <laughs> So we're being told they're delaying the ground invasion. At the same time, we're being told that they're doing targeted tank raids. So this is not the full thing yet, right? It's a preview. But we still can sort of play a game where we go in and pretend that we can precisely just remove the targeted tar targets we want. Right. So those targeted two, strikes. Right. Like which don't exist. No, not at all. It's per like a precision like strikes. a game of operation. Well, I, I, like I, you love, could I love the fact in. that yeah. I, I love the fact that in this proxy war we can be like, can you guys hang on a second while we get ready? Like, yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, no, no problem. Yeah. Just like, take that, that doesn't tell you like how proxy this is. Like if, if we can get both sides to be like, hold off for a couple of days until we get set up. We're, we're still setting up. And they're like, okay, no problem. Yeah. Take just your time. You're looking at their watch waiting. Take your time. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. Just need to get my meeting notes in order. So is this story true? You know, this Wall Street Journal piece that it, the U.S. wants to get its air defense system set up first so that Israel before Israel invades. Is that true or is that BS? you know, part of a false flag story. You be the judge of it. We're not here to tell you what to think. We're just giving you the information as we see it. It's our job here to call out the BS, though, and warn you about it when a collaboration seems like it's unfolding with all of the mainstream media, like Remember the Maine and William Randolph Hearst's newspapers and all of the minions underneath William Randolph Hearst that would publish all of the same stuff and echo those exact same sentiments in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. This is how it's happening today. It's the same playbook over 125 years later. So our job here is to call out this BS. You can do with it what you want in this information, but let's give you some context if you missed our coverage on Tuesday. I encourage you to go back and watch that though. Journalist Vanessa Bealey had tipped me off early Tuesday morning that it appears the United States, the UK intelligence and Israeli intelligence are putting out this story of a potential false flag. The story started popping up in Western media circles that that have ties to the MI, to MI6 and the CIA. The story is this, that Hamas has chemical weapons that they got from their pals over at Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda apparently shared the recipes with Hamas and they are prepping these chemical weapons in the tunnels under Gaza. These Hamas terrorists are prepping these chemical weapons in the tunnels under Gaza. You follow this logic, right? How do we know this? Well, because conveniently, the president of Israel says they found chemical weapons on captured Hamas soldiers. They found the chemical recipes, excuse me, the chemical recipes. They were carrying these around and he went on Sky News to show us the laminated recipes they found. This is material which was found on the body of one of those sadistic villains. 
It's Al-Qaeda material, official Al-Qaeda material. <laughs> we're dealing with ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Hamas. This is what we're dealing with. And in, the, in, and in this material, there were instructions how to produce chemical weapons. This is, it speaks about uh, uh, arson and it speaks uh, uh, about uh, uh, various chemicals uh, that uh, come out and produce chemical weapons. Simple as that. The so, severing. So these Hamas fighters were just walking around with the chemical recipe cards on them, like they're trading Gordon Ramsay chicken pot pie recipes. Yeah, you and know? that was used a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, like, and it says Al Qaeda in English. Right. Or, you know, it's written out like, and it's printed out nicely. And this is what we have here. That's my uh, favorite part: is that it's so, that, that Al Qaeda took the time to clearly label their their, their branding. You know, right. Like, like, Exactly. You see that look on my face right there? Mm-hmm. On today's thumbnail? Mm-hmm. Come on. Laminated recipes in possession of the... It, that's the equivalent of the FBI found all of the 9-11 hijackers' passports at the base of the tower. 3,000 toilets gone, pulverized, thanks to directed energy weapons and molecular dissociation. But the FBI found the passports of the 9-11 hijackers and they knew exactly what country to bomb. You see mm -hmm. how that works? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's all, it's a sham. The intel services work for Satan, okay? They're satanic. They're running babies for profit, okay? They're selling guns to our enemies. This is how disgusting these people are. I love that these guys are doing this. This is why I'm featuring them. I, I love what they're doing. We need more of this, okay? We need more of this. I fully support everything that Redacted is doing. I've subscribed to their local channel. I got on there. Shoot, I'm even thinking about Deb and I doing a newsletter because we comb through so much stuff that we just can't even get to. Uh, would you guys subscribe to a newsletter if we provide you uh, all the work that we do? We can't even cram into the shows that we do. It's an amazing, amazing flow of information that we just can't get to everything. Would you guys subscribe to our newsletter if we put one together? Uh, let us let us know in let us know in the in the comments box um, uh, on Rumble or. Yeah, you guys would do that. Maybe we'll do that. I love what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, they're building a great community. We've yeah. joined them, and that's why we're sharing this. This is very courageous stuff they're putting out on YouTube. You know, it's like, it's like, like that. before oh. you do this, the one thing when he was talking about um, <clears throat> the CIA documents that talked about, you know, uh, attacking a ship, getting a, you know, a SS ship to be Liberty. Well, they, he didn't mention the Gulf of Tonkin, Gulf which of is Tonkin. like very, very famous for yeah. oh, one of the biggest false flags ever. And they tried with the USS Liberty, but it didn't work. Right. 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 Israel did. They attacked the USS Liberty. Hey, look at uh, look at look at Biden. OK, Biden. The Democrats, the leftists, the anti-war people, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Right. Aren't mm -hmm. they anti-war? Yeah. 81 million wow. people voted for Joe Biden. 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. 
And then what he did was he took us to World War Three, and now he's. I gonna, mean, that's like saying. Now he's going to draft the eighty-one million people that after voted everything for him. that we learned about Hillary Clinton and Barack mm. Obama in the background and mm. and the the stuff that they were doing in the Middle East and Bush. I mean, Barack Obama came right after Bush, and he just kept doing the same thing. But he was lying in the face of the American people, saying that he wasn't, right? And, of course, I mean, they all do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Everyone except for Donald J. Trump, who I believe they did uh, bomb Syria when he was the president. and they But they took out specific places and took out specific leaders, right? You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. His his um, his was a little bit different, and and there was true peace through strength from Donald Trump. You have to admit it. We were just saying a couple of months ago. My goodness, we uh, haven't heard anything coming out of the Middle East, and for so long, are they still there? How, how many of you are sick and tired of them saying, "Oh my goodness, Doug, put a yellow ribbon"? And it's all based on fake fraud, lie, false mm -hmm. flag crap. How many of you are sick and tired of it and want to end it? How many? Mm. How many of you mash that rumble button just like you did about Michelle Obama's penis? I'm <laughs> sick of it. It clearly says Al-Qaeda in big, bold right. letters right across the top. Uh, like a criminal, like he goes into an or, you know, to, to carry out a crime and then writes their name on the wall, I guess. So according to reports, yeah, uh, that's the, the has fault. The bag of, sorry, it has, sorry, I was going to say that has the bag of money with the big dollar sign right on it, you know, so they yeah. right. know that they're, they're a thief. Yeah. Exactly. So according to these reports, the, the false flag part again, it's, you know, it's Colin Powell holding up a vial of anthrax justifying mm -hmm. an invasion of Iraq because Saddam Hussein has chemical you know, weapons exactly of mass destruction. That's exactly the vision that came to mind. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've like oh, I, I've seen this. I've, I've been here before. Deja vu. Yeah, it's all over again. And it worked. I mean, the reason they're pulling this thing out again, in my opinion, is because it worked once before. Uh, but we now have reports that the United States is planning to use our own illegal chemical weapons in response to flood these tunnels to suffocate them under the supervision of U.S. Special Forces. Well, last night, more confirmation of this. And as we were set to go to air here, even more confirmation of this now being reported. I on the Middle East is reporting that they will flood Hamas tunnels with nerve gas under U.S. Navy supervision. Israel will flood Hamas tunnels with nerve gas under U.S. Navy supervision, source tells Middle East Eye. Reports of delayed ground invasion, part of a misinformation campaign designed to obtain element of surprise in a multi-pronged attack. Well, now what they're calling these are sponge bombs, not to be confused with sponge bobs that these are things that can fight these underground tunnels. And in fact, The Guardian reporting that uh, they sometimes, if they're mishandled, it can blind the Israeli soldiers that are handling them. So that's pretty high risk. The plan hinges on, according to Eye on the Sorry, the Telegraph, not the Garden. Okay. Sorry. Uh, according to uh, the, the Middle East Eye, Middle East Eye cannot independently verify the information in this leak, but Israel and the U.S. hope to achieve the element of surprise in order to penetrate Hamas tunnels, rescue an estimated 220 hostages, and kill thousands of soldiers belonging to Hamas uh, Al-Qassam brigades, the source said, noting that the information they received came from a leak originating in the United States. 
The source also added that U.S. Delta Force will oversee large quantities of nerve gas being pumped into these Hamas tunnels, capable of paralyzing the bodily movement for a period of time between 6 and 12 hours. Okay, that's not what a sponge bomb is. A sponge bomb is something different. Uh, but that also was reported by the Telegraph that sponge bombs are Israel's new secret weapon uh, that they were intending to. It's something that it's like a foam that bursts open and then hardens. Okay, like you would use an insulation in a house, in a new construction house. And are the, are the, yeah. hostages, the hostages are, are immune to immune to chemical apparently. weapons I'm apparently assuming. israeli hostages are immune yeah. to these chemical weapons or they're I, they're going to be given like gas masks ahead of time or they'll just they won't they'll be rendered like motionless so they'll be fine and we'll just pick them up and bring these 200 hostages back home to israel and they'll be fine and safe um like what's going to happen to these people like it's going to be like some sort of pre precision strike that's going to just hinder and it's only going to take out Hamas, but it'll save the Israeli hostages. Like, how is this going to happen? So civilians, my, again, the whole reason we're covering the story is because civilians are going to be killed. Israeli civilians, Palestinian civilians under the guise of using nerve gas to root out people in these tunnels. So the reason we're doing the story is so that this doesn't happen. If we can draw attention to it and be make people aware of this false flag operation hopefully it, it stops according to the report u.s special forces are already in israel and will help coordinate this nerve act, uh, uh, agent attack on the tunnels you might be saying that's a conspiracy theory u.s special forces are not in israel u.s doesn't have special forces there of course they don't that's a conspiracy theorist theory uh, but we do in fact last week the white house quickly deleted a tweet that they inadvertently posted, actually it was an Instagram post, and it showed President Biden shaking hands with and meeting with U.S. Special Forces in Israel. Here's the photo confirmation from the White House, shaking hands with U.S. Special Forces. This, the White House then quickly deleted this post. What you're looking at here are U.S. Delta Force and the Sea Lion, the elite Sea Lion team, shaking hands with them. The White House exposed them, basically doxed them, and the White House, one hour later, deleted the post. So yes, U.S. Special Forces are in fact there. And apparently, according to these reports, they will be the ones carrying out the usage of these nerve agents. So that would be a war crime under the Geneva Convention, of course. The United States using a nerve agent chemical weapon to attack Gaza. That's the very thing we faked about Saddam Hussein, saying we can't allow weapons of mass destruction to be used. So we need to go in and invade babies in incubators, you know? So that's what's being pushed right now. And the mainstream media, of course, is pushing it too. You saw what's, what's uh, here's Fox News um, and Sky News, of course, covering it as well, featuring, here's the son of one of Hamas's co-founders, Mossab Hassan Youssef, which I played this the other day, but here he openly calls for the gassing of people in these tunnels. And a, a ground incursion is about to happen. Would you recommend Israel do this? And what will they find when they go in? Okay, first of all, we need to evacuate civilians as much as we can. You know, this is an ugly war and Israel did not start it. Hamas did. First of all, we need to encourage civilians to go into Egypt, possibly women and children, maybe men over 50 years old. These need to get out of the picture. You know, then the strip needs to be cut two pieces, north and south, two parts. The northern part, this is where most of the tunnels are. They, we need to have a solid siege okay, for long enough to deplete the enemy and to starve them. 
After that, we may need to explore using gas. This is like sounds horrible, but I don't see any other option. The tunnels are interconnected and gas could be one of the solutions, but this has to be in the right time. So gas, the irony using gas to root people out. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So again, is this a false flag? Are we about to see this unfold? We want to bring it to your attention. You can do with the information as you please. Um, again, this being reported um, from a couple of different sources now. So here we go. Let's keep an eye on this as the, you know Israel okay, starts just, this initial incursion. I just I feel like we learned this lesson in World War Two or sorry World <laughs> War One. Was it World War One or World War Two that the I think it was World War Two, wasn't it? With all well, the trench gas. warfare, we I mean, we, both, we stopped really. using yeah. mustard gas in World War you know after World War One because of how horrific it was. Right. So you're not, that's part of the, uh, you know, that's, that's part of our, our war this, terms. Now we don't use yeah, this, this stuff. This is like, this is like new and improved chemical weapons too. This is right. like, it's not like we've stopped. We stopped making new chemical weapons in, in world war one. And we're like, no, the, this is the, the standard. No, we, we've been improving on it. Yeah. I mean, this, this is absolutely like barbaric to the, to the nth degree. I mean, this is just absolute craziness. Yeah. It's awful. And you know, again, I, I, the civilians is what what I'm what I'm focused on here, and so these you know the Israeli hostages, which appear to be I don't know what's going to happen with them. The Israeli hostages that are there, uh, what's going to happen to innocent families and Palestinians who live in this area um, and who aren't able to leave? And if we're just going to keep gas contained to a specific spot, which is a which is a war crime to begin with, but we're going to keep it contained to a specific spot to root out the people in these tunnels, like. This is 2023. Yeah. And where have we had this stuff, right? Because we're always calling out countries for having stockpiles yeah. of dangerous weapons. So where have these been? I'm just curious. Were they stored in Ukraine at the bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Right. Where right. Which is ha ha ha. Mm. How about that? Huh? Are they stored in Ukraine at the bioweapons? This is out of control. And ladies and gentlemen, there's even much more information about the bioweapons labs uh, in the Ukraine that most people aren't aware of. Before I come back to us, check that out right there. If you want to contact us, people are wanting to contact us. You know what I love? We're getting emails from people that are saying, hey, guess what? Uh, I, tune in, I tune in to the show on Roku, and there's no way to mash a button on Roku. Yeah, yeah but guess what? Uh, that's beautiful that I got your email. Somebody sent us an email. So send us an email. email. We love that. Um, shoot, send it. You know what I'd like to do? As a matter of fact, let's do this. For the entire month of November, okay, we get, we get Christmas cards, right? We do. We do. We like that. Um, I love it. Love handwritten notes. Mm-hmm. Um, Send us even a note like, hey, Pete, with a crayon and a note. <laughs> hey, Pete, send uh, me a Christmas card. Send it to P.O. Box 30122, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45230. With a handwritten note. I love handwritten notes. Love that. And then we'll get you uh, a Christmas card. Maybe a picture of Deb and I, you know, eating uh, snow. Something like <laughs> that. I don't know. We'll do something like that. So for the entire month of November, send us a little note. Make sure we have your address so that we can 
mail you your Christmas card. Well, Some people forget to put that on there. So if you get if you send us a Christmas card, we'll send you one. No. You don't even need to do that. Send nope. us a handwritten note, mm -hmm. okay? We're going to send you a Christmas card, and then if you wish to send us a Christmas card back. We just want to have your address so we can send you, drop you a card, all right? There you go. I want to do that. I really want to do that this year because we love our audience so much, and I'm not just saying that. Um, hey, listen, not a lot of people will. We're an older generation. Do you remember, ladies and gentlemen, when we would pull off to the side of the road and drop a quarter in a payphone? To make a telephone call. Can mm -hmm. we please go back to that day? I know. Can we go back to the day where we actually handwrite, hey, how are you? You're a jerk. And send it <laughs> off. You know what I mean? They, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, people want to send texts. Take a minute. Put it on a, take crayon on a three by five index card. Say, hey, Pete, what's up? And drop it in and send it to our PO box. Or you can text me, right? Us. Deb and I will be looking at your texts, all right? Uh, that comes to us. It's not going to go anywhere else. Uh, and Pete at PeteSantilli.tv as well, if you want to email us, if that's what you want to do. So ways to get in touch with us, right? All right, guess what else? What is a great way to support us? We're talking about the, do you, you guys are saying overwhelmingly right now, overwhelmingly that you want a newsletter right correct is that what they're saying that's what they're saying all right we're going to do this for our subscribers we're going to do that for our subscribers that's another added feature that we'll we'll give lots of things we're going to be doing for our subscribers literally just giving the farm away out of our love for you guys and i'm not just saying that uh, I'm not just saying that. For those that are willing to support us, we're gonna we're gonna overwhelming overwhelm you with love, support, and stuff. Like no matter what you do, if you gave us a million dollars, we're gonna give you a trillion back in whatever it is that we do. All right. So um, I want you to become a locals annual subscriber. That's one example, right? If you become an annual subscriber, I'm going to give you a free MyPillow 2.0. Why? Because we're also going to support Mike Lindell. This is World War Stupid. And we need to fight, right? All right. I bought the pillows, okay? <laughs> we need to give them away. And along with that, um, Deb, will you autograph some uh, constitutions this weekend? Oh, yes. I'd love to. Yeah. We'll, oh, really? uh, I would. we'll autograph constitutions. Look mm -hmm. at here. Hold on a second. I'm going to read some to you. As I said, I would have boxes of them. General Flynn's constitution. Hold on. Right. Here they are. Look, we're going to autograph a bunch this weekend. All right. General Flynn's constitutions. We have a ton of those, right? We still have those because we used to put them in our jerky bags, too. So, And we were supporting General Flynn. You know when General Flynn had spent millions of dollars and he had just won his cases and he was broke? He literally had to move out of his house mm -hmm. and he moved in an apartment. I remember seeing like one of his first posts with his grandson in a small little apartment. Um, and we bought at the time. We were making really good money with our jerky. 
and I bought a pallet. He liked the idea so much he made up his own constitutions, right? General mm -hmm. Flynn's. So this one is signed by General Flynn. Um, but in the Declaration of Independence, okay, it says, and I'm going to emphasize this point, right? We hold these truths to be self-evident. What does that mean? That means we don't even need to go any further or have a discussion. These truths that I'm about to tell you are non-negotiable. They are just obvious. Not even questioned. And here are the truths. Ready? Mm -hmm. That all men and women are, you ready? Created equal. We didn't evolve from a rock, okay? They weren't evolved equally. That mm -hmm. they're created equal. That they are endowed by their creator, right? We were created, and we were endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, right? There are certain rights. Your creator said, I'm going to whip you up, uh, just kind of like uh, the recipe for chemical weapons by Al-Qaeda laminated right right and he says okay i'm gonna make you here's the recipe right and you have certain unalienable rights meaning you're, you're going to go down to planet earth naked right and start with nothing but you will have certain things with you your right to defend yourself from predators right you can come and go freely you can speak out you these are god-given rights unconditional and, and when he sent you down and, and, and said you should be able to defend yourself from predators, he didn't say, well, you got to have a registration and you have to be... No, it's unconditional. They didn't say you need to register your your self-defense. That's stupid. Mm. You know. And if you're a white person, that looks really bad if you defend yourself from predators. You should be able to call the government for help if you have to defend yourself. Oh, okay. That's what he said. No. We have a right to defend ourselves from predators. Period. I know, but we need to check to see if you're mentally okay. No, hold on a second. That's a separate issue. If somebody's not mentally okay, they shouldn't be able to drive either. You know? Or have a steak knife. The crazy guy at the table at the restaurant that you're eating, and he's got a metal steak knife. He needs a spork. You know what a spork is? Yeah, half fork, half spoon. Yeah, it's a plastic one. If he tries to stab somebody, it bends. He's crazy. That same guy, uh, you don't need to qualify everybody else's ter their mental worthiness because of the freaking guy that needs to spork. That, that doesn't apply to me, right? Mm -hmm. Certain unalienable rights. That among these rights, believe it or not, are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Do I need to say that again? That of these rights, among these rights, are life. Our adversary right now in this jihad want the opposite of that. They don't treasure life. They treasure death more because of their theocratic psychosis, okay? 
because they're perfect little communist minions that want their Sharia law, mm-hmm. right? This isn't Islamophobic. I'm not talking about peace-loving Muslims. I'm talking about our adversaries that want, they want to die killing you, all right? We want to fight them or prepared to die, but we treasure life. I will put my life on the line to make sure that Deb Jordan can live, right? Interesting concept. That's not how they think. Life, liberty, all right? Let me share with you some of those principles. Again, if I may. Why did that go away? Look, right? Individual freedom, limited government, rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, human dignity, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? And here it is. Here's my final point. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually shift up in, in, into an area that you're not expecting, all right? Because it's coming. That to secure these rights, all of them that I just described, to, to protect those rights, to lock them in, everything that we believe in and our existence, we put up a wall, it's called a border, right? We say, mm-hmm. if you want to be part of this experiment, right? We have a U.S. Constitution, right? That, that to secure all of our rights within these borders, that we will establish a government that is instituted among men. And that government will derive its powers, right? A government that we send to the city council or Washington, D.C., or whatever. You're going to lord over us? No, you're not. We're going to give you a task. Your job is going to be to protect our ability to speak, our ability to come and go freely, our ability to pursue life, liberty, happiness. That's your freaking job. The governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to join me right now. And I say, and, and, and I, I'm not going to water it down. You just join me. I don't need to pre-qualify what I'm saying. All right? I'm going to say it. And everybody knows what I'm going to say. I want you to join me going forward. And they can make up whatever they want. They say, oh, he's calling for me. You're a freaking Marxist communist. You listen to my words. And that's what I said. How about that? Not your interpretation. Because I want what's best for us. You freaking FBI communists. Okay? You listen to me right now. I'm going to make sure every day that you will pray. Saying, please bring us back whatever it was that happened on January 6th. The insurrection. Please just give us that. At least we had control of that. Because what these people are doing right now. We can't control. My goodness, look at these 
look at these disgusting little Sri Lankans in the presidential poll. You know what I mean? I'm saying, let's make them wish that they could go back in time to the insurrection that took place on January, January 6th. Say, just make January 6th. Because they called it in an insurrection. You want to freak? I'm calling for regime change. I'm not calling for... I mean, our government's been overthrown, all right? It has been. The FBI has not stopped at overthrowing our government. They haven't stopped. They attempted to go after President Trump before he ran for office. And then they went after Trump after he got in office. Mm. And then they put their candidate, they actively worked to make sure that their candidate got in. They went to all social media companies and said, oh, it's Russian disinformation. Shut that down. And they were running around to social media demanding that everything gets shut down because it was disinformation. Okay? Mm -hmm. You communist effing disgusting, filthy freaking Nazis. They meddled in an election. They refused to investigate because, you know, the mafia doesn't investigate what the mafia does. Okay? And then they had 40 FBI agents investigating Joe Biden. And there were multiple field offices. And they're like, this guy's freaking dirty. This guy is dirty. 40 FBI informants. Actually, they were CIs. Mm -hmm. Confidential informants. Right. Joe Biden's buddy was like, hey, man, I can get you a couple hundred thousand dollars from Joycoms. What do you think? Right? They, they had FBI people investigating Hunter and Joe and the relationship with the Joycoms, the Ukraine money laundering, all that stuff. Yeah, and you know what the saying. FBI said? Hey, man, check this out. First of all, we're going to get him in office. Second of all, if he doesn't do exactly what we say, we'll freaking bust his ass the other way like a peach, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, Joe, check this out. We got so much freaking dirt on you. Here's what's going to go on. Not only are you going to, you know, we're asking you politely to do stuff for us. But this is what you're looking at. If you don't, you go to jail forever. They didn't ask him politely. They said, we got so much leverage on you. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to make it all go away. All we need you to do is you're going to become a mechanism that's going to go after Trump. We want you to demand that the DOJ bring down 700 indictments against Trump. They weaponized not only government, the federal judiciary, but this is the FBI pulling all the strings saying, you will go after freaking Trump. We hate him so much. Uh, we don't want to make it look like it was the FBI that did all this. You're going to do our dirty work for us. And they blackmailed him and used him to go after President Trump. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I want you to listen. This is what's going on. Okay? They, they have captured. Uh, you, you call the White House. Okay? The, the White House might as well be, the phones might as well be forwarded to the FBI. Because mm -hmm. the FBI is running that freaking joint. Watch this segment right here watch this
Fox News alert. Everything primetime has been saying about the FBI and the Biden family has just been confirmed for years. We've told you the FBI knew everything the Bidens were up to. The cash, the Chinese diamonds, American policy for sale. Not only was Biden blackmailing other countries and other countries blackmailing him, but the FBI was blackmailing Biden. Senator Chuck Grassley just announced that the Federal Bureau of Investigation has had 40 informants inside the Biden family for the last 15 years. What does that mean? It's exactly what you think. 40 FBI informants, going back to the time Joe Biden was vice president, have been providing criminal information to FBI field offices throughout the country. 40 FBI informants have been feeding the Bureau exactly what Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden have been doing all over the world. Primetime isn't sure the FBI had this many informants working on the Trump campaign. So what does it mean that the FBI has had the Biden family wired? And what does it mean that the FBI hasn't done a thing? Well, it tells me that the FBI knows all of the president's dirty laundry and is blackmailing them. Because Senator Grassley also revealed that multiple FBI field offices tried to run this criminal information back to headquarters and were blocked at every corner. This criminal activity was shut down during the Trump impeachment, shut down before the last election, and it's still being shut down today. Grassley says FBI headquarters deliberately smeared criminal information coming from FBI informants about the Biden family as foreign disinformation, when in fact, after an exhaustive examination, there's never been any information that any of this has been foreign. Even the FBI informant that said the Bidens shook down Ukraine for a $10 million bribe, that was vetted and found not to be foreign disinformation. But it gets worse. The FBI's attempt to follow up on the $10 million Ukrainian Biden bribe was shut down. The FBI informant who said there's 17 tapes of Biden talking about bribes, that too has been shut down, despite that there's no evidence that this is foreign disinformation. And while all of this is going on, the FBI has been actively planting information against Donald Trump doctoring emails and disseminating fake dossiers. The FBI used Biden to get revenge on Trump. They got a dirty politician elected so they could defeat a politician who caught them trying to frame him and fire their director. And now we have a compromised president in the White House being protected by a rogue gang of sick agents. And the American people are the real victims of this stupid inside game. You're paying more for everything. The border's wide open and crime is sky high. And we have two proxy wars that Biden can't manage. All because the FBI believes it's more powerful than democracy. Fox News alert. All right, listen to me. All of the power is in our hands, all right? I, uh, I'm uh, just an organ grinder monkey. All right, that's it. I'm I'm at uh, yeah I got my one-way communicator right, um, and I'm honored that you guys allow me to carry this. If somebody else can do a better job, then 
let's pick somebody else. But we got to go forward, and we will. That's what the show is about. We're going to go forward. It's it's not for Pete Santilli to become rich and famous. I literally have to worry about, oh, my God, are those MRAPs going to come crashing through the door every day? I swear to you. I worry about that because they're going to try to shut me down. And by the way, uh, for those of you that are listening, that are thinking about doing such thing, that would be your worst day because I have my insurance policies ready to blow up should you decide to do something stupid like that. Because I'm a law enforcer. You're the criminal. And if you want to use your goons with guns and MRAPs to come get me, freaking bring it. Come on. Huh? Your worst nightmare will occur. Just want everybody to know that. So if you're worried about me getting SWAT teamed, you would want that to happen because the truth will freaking set us all free. And it's common. Amen. It's common. You know, now they're saying that there are leaks. Mm-mm. Again, we don't know whether this is true or not. <clears throat> but but it does raise... I do pray against it, by the way. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. But it does raise um, questions. And that is they're saying that Mark Meadows was an informant for the FBI. I know, but they're saying it. Okay. This is what... Well, he's refuted it, yeah. Yeah, he's refuted it, yeah. Uh-huh. So they're saying that there is um, proof, these sources are saying that there is proof that Mark Meadows was working for the FBI on behalf of the FBI and was wired up and recorded, I think they said like 17 separate conversations, private conversations he had with Donald J. Trump. Then President Trump needs to While go. While he was president. Then President Trump needs to take it upon himself, walk up to Mark Meadows, mm-hmm. and pull out his 9 millimeter and shoot him in the balls. That's what he needs to <laughs> well, do. Well, I haven't, I haven't that's seen... That's what I would do if I were President Trump. I mean, have you seen... I'm Trump? not advocating for violence. I'm just saying that's what President Trump would should do. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, have you seen... I haven't seen any comment from President Trump on this whatsoever, I don't think. Uh, As of yesterday, I couldn't find anything. If Mark Meadows did that, okay, he should go to jail. Well, there, and and when I looked at it... Just to protect the presidency. When I looked at the whole thing Hmm. um, and did a little research, that information is coming from some pretty obscure websites. And we're having this happen a lot. Like, I got burned on uh, Twitter the other day because I saw, oh, I saw the headline okay. and the video that the, um, the shooter, excuse me, <clears throat> had been captured. Okay, can I ask you something? We're gonna, we I have, posted we have to it like an idiot. Hmm? What's that? And I had a knee-jerk reaction and I reposted it like an idiot. Yeah? Because I thought, it well, oh my gosh, this is real. And it was fake news. Oh, why Why would they? Okay, first of all, if he had audio recordings like that, he was working for the FBI, mm-hmm. why would that be made public? Well, like because... You want to hold that. Because leaks inside in D.C., these people are supposed to have gotten a hold of some leaks. Is it true? Maybe. I mean, there's a there's a chance that it is. But there's also... A chance that there isn't so it's 50 50. it either is or it isn't and are you gonna are you gonna base your whole career 
on saying, oh, that, that's like saying these sources are telling us that they're going to use nerve gas and 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 uh, what sponge bombs and and it's hilarious and really not have. I mean, you know, it's good for conversation. You can have conversation about that, but you really need to be telling your audience that we have no proof that this is going to happen. And until until we have absolute proof or until they do it, actually do it, you know, it's internet fodder, right? We uh, know that the rumor was put out there. And, okay, so let's say he was and there were recordings. Um, why would he deny it? Mm-hmm. And he's denied it. He has denied it. But that doesn't mean that there is, I mean, you know, you and I, um, we were completely taken off guard by some of the people that were around us that were FBI informants, right? So, um, and they'll deny it right up, you know, they'll deny it until they take the stand. And, you know, a lot of, like Mark McConnell, for example, in the Bundy case in the Malheur National Wildlife Refuge, right? Mark McConnell uh, was came to the wildlife refuge during the Bundy uh, occupation, we'll call it, protest. And um, he came in there under the guise of being this really astute, uh, uh, what do you call that, uh, former special operator operator and and he was an oath keeper and he drove a really nice jeep and he came in there like you know uh you know like he man on steroids right everybody fell for that in the leadership of the occupation and the guy within days ended up being ammon bundy's um he ended up being ammon bundy's lead security guy so stupid so what did what was he doing in the background he was working with the fbi and they were planning on how to get every how to how to capture ammon bundy and the top leadership of the occupation at the malheur national wildlife refuge Mm. mark mcconnell was working with the fbi he was a ci and he was well, and and by the way, for those of you that don't, don't understand this, uh, you may know who Robert Leboy Finnicum is. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that set Robert Leboy Finnicum up into an ambush. Yes. So Mark he McConnell specifically was did that for the FBI. So Mark McConnell to be killed. Mm-hmm. So Mark McConnell was working with the FBI. He was he had he had schmoozed his way and talked his way into lead security guy. Followed him and Bundy everywhere he went, drove him everywhere he went. <clears throat> and so what happened? He planned out the route to go to, um, I think it's a place called John Day, and they were going to give a speech. And uh, so Mark McConnell planned out the route for Ammon Bundy and for the entourage to take that day. And he helped the FBI ambush Ammon Bundy and Robert Lavoie Finnegan, knowing very well that they were probably going into a death trap. He knew he he knew that they were. So, so what I'm saying here is this: 
You just don't know. You don't know because what he did was deny, 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 all the way up to the point where it it finally he it finally came out in court. He they were forced into telling him telling the defense who um, the FBI informant was, and and it came out that it was Mark McConnell. I wasn't shocked. And many people had already figured out it was him because when they got pulled over, he was the only one who didn't get arrested out of all of them. They didn't arrest him. They took him in, but they, they let him go. So he was, and, and that's just, that's what happens, you know? And the guy still, after he denied, denied, denied Pete to this day, he still says, I did the right thing. I was working for the government. And how did we know? Because soon after he, after every, after you guys and everybody was arrested, Mark McConnell was driving around a brand new truck. And I mean, it had all the bells and whistles. He horses. got paid $100,000, I heard. And um, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, he did. And we, fo we found that out through his divorce proceedings, his wife said. Correct. Uh, she wanted a portion of the money. He got paid 100000 bucks. For, for informing, yeah. for being an informant. All right, so, so listen. Yeah. So here we are. So... Uh, the left is criminal. Mm -hmm. Does everyone agree? If you believe the left is criminal, uh, by the way, we've had probably uh, 30,000 people just rotate, mm -hmm. you know, by rotating in and out. Mm -hmm. 30,000 people. Uh, and we have 519. Okay, so right now we're on the bubble. Imagine, folks, if we, in our little church that we're building here, Everybody mash that rumble button, right? We could literally push ourselves up to right under. I, I just want to be right under Dan Bongino. Mm -hmm. We could literally, and everybody goes there. They'll see the top 50. Our church, okay, can literally push us right up to Dan Bongino and say, hey, everybody, check this out. Come, come join us. We're getting together. Dan Bongino's a great guy. Rumble is awesome. You push us up to the top two on the leaderboard we can do this we're mm -hmm. one of the top shows on rumble we are yes we are we are pretty okay? awesome huh you can do this we can do this you know why because this is what i want to do you ready here's a mission that i'm going to be on remember i said upon this rock we're going to build our church uh, the first person I'm contacting today as a result of this interview, right, is a man named Mr. MacArthur, the Baltimore blogger. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have him, and I want to go back out to Baltimore, have him lead the effort. Mm -hmm. uh, as a man that lives in the city, he can give witness and testimony. And I want to take every single member, person, human, in the black American community and have them revolt against the lies that have been told to them. And the lies are big. And Vince Everett Ellison, you're about to hear from right now, mm -hmm. is going to lead this charge. I'm just a white guy that's just going to help, you know, lick stamps and mail postcards on behalf of members of the black American community. I, I want 99% of every single 
inner city black American community, 99% needs to just vote Republican just because they need to mm -hmm. revolt and put the Democrats out of business because of what you're about to hear. All right. So I want My you to towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and what they a, feel low. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. You're going to have to forgive me. I, I hit that button. Not prematurely. We're going to break away. One brief um, uh, comment. If you go to PeteSantilli.Locals.com, right? PeteSantilli.Locals.com. You're going to get a free MyPillow 2.0. This is $40. 45 for the annual subscription, okay? I'll give you a $40 pillow, pillow for a $45 annual subscription. <laughs> Do that math. I'm running this show like they're running up their debt. Mm. How does that work? We're supporting Mike Lindell. And our supporters, they, they support us. They'll, they'll tip us and stuff like that throughout the throughout the year yes um, you have a free my pillow you can give that away for christmas uh we're going to put together a newsletter for you all right so you're going to get the pillow you're going to newsletter i'm going to do a dance make a little love and get down tonight all right here we go enjoy my towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com I mean, you have good people that they came out of the prison system. They found God. They got their life cleaned up. They're, you know, and they're they're a testament to what can happen when you bring God in your life. And, and oh, you they don't want to do up. that. They they they, they don't want to do that. Who Joe does? Biden. The, the oh, Democrats don't. Oh, the Democrats. Kamala Harris just celebrated hip hop. Now they had a commemoration celebrating hip hop music. Hip hop music. Snoop Dogg. Dr. Dre. Uh, uh, all of these thugs and all of these um, uh, no good people. The, uh, it's a genre of music they call black people the N-word. Call women the B-word, the W-word, misogynistic. Dope, fighting, smoking dope, shooting police, murder, acting the fool. They celebrated that genre of music because that's how they see black people. Mm -hmm. They celebrated George Floyd because that's what they see. They, he's that perfect black man. Mm -hmm. Uneducated. Unemployed. Victimized. On drugs. Mm -hmm. In prison, begging, on his knees.
gentlemen, um, a lot of times I'll do an abbreviation, credentials and credibility, and then through the conversation, we're able to unpack that. Um, so I'll, I'll abbreviate the introduction. Uh, for my next guest, I'm not going to do that. Stay with me because I can pretty much guarantee you uh, that the conversation that we'll, that we'll have, uh, this introduction, um, cannot do it justice. And you will see from his body of work, if you don't uh, know the name, Vince Everett Ellison. He's a conservative Christian, a husband, a father, an American, and a bridge builder. His Christian principles are the foundation of his life. Everything, politics, friendship, family, justice, and business are led by his Christian values. As a black American and an heir of Jesus Christ and son of God, he proclaims he is a victor, and we all are. He cannot be oppressed, nor can he feel inferior to anyone or anything. And he exhibits the virtues every day in words and deeds and also incorporates them into his many speeches and appearances. 2022, he released a, a book, 25 Lies. Prior to that, in 2020, The Iron Triangle. Both of them sometimes at Amazon's number one bestseller, and there's a reason why, and you'll discover that. But his books speak to the traitors of Christ and America in our nation's history, how they've sought to divide America by race and class in an effort to control our government and use its power to implement liberal and satanic policies worldwide. They speak of uniting the Christian community. He's a Peter appeared and most recently, I haven't had the chance to watch it just because of my production schedule. Um, but I just found out that um, uh, he appeared with Tucker in the George Floyd uh, segment, bombshell segment that Tucker Carlson uh, just released. We'll talk a little bit about that. That is some truth telling that was going on there. Uh, in his third hard hitting book, Vince Everett Ellison explains how murder, sex trafficking, defunding the police, disarming law-abiding citizens are all used as tools in a diabolical plan for power. He contends that the Democrat Party essentially employs gangland tactics. There could be no doubt about it. Um, gangland tactics as they partner with abortion murderers, perverts, Mexican cartels, Black Lives Matter, and Antifa in their quest to exert control. Crime Inc. is an indictment. It charges the entire political left with the crime of national sabotage and cultural genocide, with American Marxism as their ultimate goal. The left has sabotaged the black community, the government, religion, the arts, education, and family, and every institution they have touched in America. It is time to stand up, ladies and gentlemen. And there's a, a new sheriff in town with the un unmistakable courage of a sheriff that we all desperately want in these tough times. We're looking for leadership, and that leadership, let me just give you a sample of it right here. 
So our friend Vince Everett Ellison. He's joining me now is Vince Everett Ellison. Well, back with us to set us straight is Vince Everett Ellison. Vince Ellison. Vince Everett Ellison. Vince Everett Ellison. Vince Everett Ellison. Vince Ellison. Vince Everett Ellison. Okay, Vince, we're ready for you. America is dying, and the Democrat Party celebrates. I am not a preacher. I am not a preacher. I am just here to warn you, to help you understand that the Democrat Party is the evilest institution in the history of the world, and their intent is to take your soul to hell. They want to make sure that you never enter the kingdom of heaven. And they want to destroy America. Vince Everett Ellison. Sir, I say, you're the boss. this isn't overblown. I'm not only a big fan, I'm a Christian man. And, you know, I, I've been out there, you know, asserting uh, myself as a Christian man to take, you know, yeah, uh, the Lord says you shall have dominion in Genesis, right? Over the, over the fowl, over the, and take care of your family. And if we can each and every, every one of us actually, if we can, if we can watch your documentaries and read your books, um, I've been, I've been living that life in parallel, sir. But you, I mean, you do it in style. You are the boss. I could never criticize those that have destroyed the black American community. And the last time we, we got together, we had the discussion just because, you know, they would, you know what they would do? They would, they would demonize me. They'd say, I'm a, I'm a racist. Um, but sir, um, welcome back to the Pete Santilli show. Um, thank you for joining me. I'm so honored. Well, no, Pete, thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure and an honor. I'm sorry that I'm traveling today, but it's so important for me to talk to you. Y'all pulled over and said, I got to talk to my man, Pete Santelli. No, yeah, it's uh, it's an important uh, conversation uh, because, you know, most most recently, um, especially, you know, the, the, the political, the election season has everything to do because they've they've pandered, uh, you know, to the to the inner city um, uh, for votes and they've been doing it for years. But, you know, one beautiful thing that's happening and you're a big part of that is there is a huge awakening to what's been going on. I'm watching it. I'm watching it happen and I'm I'm helping to provide as much information as I can uh, to my fellow Americans, but you're definitely fueling that fire. But don't you feel it? I mean, even over time, you've, you've seen this thing happen and you've contributed to it, but there's a massive awakening going on and it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the, it, it's, it's going and, you know, it's um, one of these organic thing that's 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 happening um the very tools that they tried to use to uh, using to fight back and it's 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 media um they can't stop us they can't censor us so now the democrat party has told everybody what they're doing and people like me and people like you are using their own words to defeat them as i say it again they are a party to castrate little boys and call them little girls party that 
mm. that, that uh, cuts out the breast of little girls and call them little boys. They believe in nine-month abortion. They believe in they they are uh, they 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 won't seal the border, so they allow sex trafficking and fentanyl and 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 human trafficking across the border. Then they're, they're in line with the cartel. Uh, uh, they're against school choice. They're trapping poor people in these failing schools. Um, they will whip you, or they will put you in jail if you discipline your son, but they'll give you money if you castrate him. They let these demented drag queens come in schools and shake their behinds in your children's faces, and people are seeing it. And they are understanding that when you go everywhere, anywhere the Democrat Party rules, all you see is violence and graffiti and and trash and uh, um, terrible schools and drugs. And people are saying, I don't want any of that. I don't want it. And they're turning against them because they look at how we live and they say, we want that. Because when they are marching, when they're out there uh, saying no justice, no peace, when they're out there saying they, they have income inequality, they're looking at us and saying, we want what y'all got. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, come join us and we'll teach you how to do it. And that's why we're winning. That's right, sir. You're, um, and you, you say, uh, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not a preacher, but uh, it, it, what you preach is the most important message that needs to reach everybody. You say you're not a preacher and, and me too. Sometimes I, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a relatively new Christian. It wasn't until my late forties until I read the Bible from cover to cover. I mean, it was my story's life changing, of course, but when I was referring to what I speak of my inner constitution as a man, I mean, ever since I was a young man, I was eight years old and I heard a voice that came to me. I knew what it was. I didn't, I couldn't tell people for, you know, for probably decades what that voice was. But he said, listen, just learn everything you can because one day I'm going to call upon you. I'm going to call upon you. And I followed and I, and I learned as much as I could and explored. Um, but the bottom line was at a very, very young age, um, you know, I went into the Marine Corps. I took care of myself. I always had that that inner constitution where I'm a man, I'm a free man, and I'm going to help everybody around me. But, you know, don't mess with me. Don't take my stuff. Um, right. Right. And I taught when yeah. I was in corporate America. I said, yeah. I sit my employees down. What do you want to do, you know, for you and your family? And I would always try to meet, you know, meet their needs. And I would tell them. You know, you show up to work, you, you save your money and you you come here because you want to be, not because you have to be here. Put yourself in a position to where you enjoy doing your work and you be the man of the family. And if you don't like it here or you're mistreated, you go somewhere else. But you control your household, your destiny. Right. Well, Pete, we, we started taking this wrong back in the civil rights movement. Um, and when Martin Luther King became a martyr, a lot of the things that he believed became kind of cemented. And you couldn't argue with it mm-hmm. in American life because martyrs have a certain type of um, added glory. So when you know, Martin Luther King came out and he did his I Have a Dream speech, and you, you saw this in my movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, and he said, uh, 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation, the Negro is still not free. It had, a, it had a terrible effect on America because that speech actually upended the whole declaration of, of, of independence and how we as Americans think. See, our declaration of, of independence came about through a philosophy. Um, Madison and um, Jefferson had, had studied these great philosophers and they studied John Locke. And John Locke said that our freedom is an unalienable right, not given us by government, but given by God. It is irrevocable, non-transferable, and unsellable. 
and the government cannot touch it. It's ours. It's mine. Like your hair, like your DNA. Mm -hmm. And freedom is one of those rights. The right to self-defense is one of those rights also. And King George started messing with those rights, started violating them, and, 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 and the colonists say, well, you got to go. And they use that concept to free themselves from tyranny. Mm -hmm. Well, Martin Luther King comes up and he says, a hundred years after the Emancipation Proclamation, the Negro is not free. So he's now saying that we're not free. And he says, we come to Washington to get our rights. And and that was, that was completely different from what we, we believe. We believe that God gave us our rights and we go to God for our rights. So King did this and he said five times in that speech that we are not free. And even at the end of it, he said, on some great day, we'll be free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. Well, on his birthday, every child in public education has to say that speech. And those children are saying over and over again that we're not free. We're not free. We come to government to cash our check. When will we be satisfied? We will never be satisfied. Not until justice rolls down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. They're telling these children to march, to protest, to beg government. They're not telling them to believe in themselves. They're not telling them to believe in God. They're not telling them to believe in each other. They're telling them to believe in government. And that's a Marxist construct. Mm -hmm. And it came through the civil rights movement. Yes. See, they don't teach these children anymore mm -hmm. to believe in God because you didn't talk about God in public education. Amen. So if you can't talk about God in public education, how do you teach these children where their rights come from? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have to believe that they come from government. And that's why these children are so messed up today. Right. They are. Uh, you know, I don't like to bring up. It was just such a significant one of the most important podcasts. And if you haven't seen it, I'm going to send you a link to it. You know, a man named Bob, Bob Woodson. Yes. He was on Patrick Bed David, um, his his podcast. And you know what he said for almost two hours? He spoke of something, uh, a friend of mine, Clive and Bundy. Have you ever heard of the name Clive and Bundy? Yes, yes. I heard Clive and Bundy, yes. Clive and Bundy used to work in South Central Los Angeles. And he had very, very close, almost familiar relationships with people that they told him about the, you know, uh, their culture and he learned a lot mm -hmm. from it. And he made a comment uh, way back when the New York Times tore him apart and uh, because they took him out of context, uh, but it was on a Sunday and he was given a sermon and he said, you know, how much better off essentially now today uh, are black Americans than they were back when I was being told, you know, during segregation, during slavery is a terrible thing. Segregation is awful. But you know, the, the, there weren't drugs. The family unit right. was together. Right. And you know what? The attitude that they that they told him was that, you know, if you want to segregate me, you want to discriminate against me, we're going to go create our own separate community and parallel universe and take care right. of our own. And they did that then, didn't they? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was it was it was Muhammad Ali that said it's a sick mind that wants to be somewhere where he's not wanted. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it destroyed the black community's concept of self, of, of being independent, of thinking well of themselves. Yeah. They were told that white people were better, and they were told that white people were better by their own leadership. It was Martin Luther King that said they want you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But how can you do it when you're bootless? Mm -hmm. It was it was it was it was our leaders that said that we were victims, that we were oppressed, that America hated us, that we were despised. That um, uh, uh, anything you could think of to say about black people, they parroted it. Even in Brown versus Board of Education, it said that separating white children from black children was detrimental to black children. 
Not that it was detrimental to white children, that it was detrimental to black children and made black children inferior. And that they wanted to integrate black and white children to bring black children out of their inferiority. Telling us that setting aside white children would cure us of our inferiority. That was Brown versus Board of Education. Yes. If you don't believe me, read it. I talk about it in Iron Triangle. Oh, yeah. This whole thing convinced black people of something that we did not believe. And that was that we were an inferior race. We, we, we had, look, the Tuskegee Institute before 1905 had made more self-made millionaires than Harvard, Princeton, and Yale combined. We had Jesse Owens. We had Jackie Robinson. We, we, we had Muhammad Ali. We had integrated football, basketball, baseball. We had our own companies. My, my father bought us out of poverty by working for a black man that owned his own insurance company in Brownsville, Tennessee. We had lawyers and doctors. And now when you look at where we are now and you ask the question, what are we celebrating? See, people don't want to talk about that because too many people in power benefit from black people being exactly where they are. The Republicans benefit from it. The Black Caucus benefits from it. Yes. And the Democrats really benefit from it. And so nobody wants to change the thing called this because it works for them. They work. It works for them. And the one thing you want to do if something is working for you is not shake up the wagon. Mm -hmm. But we as Christians are supposed to go back and get all of our brothers and sisters. We're supposed to help them all out. We're supposed to elevate them all. That's right. And that's what we're missing here. We're waiting for government to do what we're supposed to be doing. And that makes us a whole lot like liberals. So you people like you and I have to go out and do the right thing and not wait for government to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and I'm in this mode right now. We, we need to stop saying, oh, what is D.C. going to do for us? What is D.C. Yeah. going to? And we keep looking to this tense where, uh, I, you know what? Turn the water off and, and their electricity. Put a big wall up. We don't need them. Go all right. the way down and drill down. We're going to save this country all the way down to the county level, then the, then the, then the city, then the, and the township, then the street, right? And then, and then the household and everybody in each and every house needs to have a, a strong family, a strong, and you take care of each other and you build the church, you know, from the residence level out. And that's how we're going to save our country um, because yeah. we're the front line of defense in this country. So the principles that you have been teaching um, and the history, actually, we can learn a lot because you know, I didn't know because uh, I come from a different cultural upbringing. I came from fascism in Italy. I was the first born here. So I've got a story. But the black American community, when Bob Woodson said, I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks uh, when he was asked the question in this discussion, in this podcast, you know, who are the biggest culprits of this thing? And he said, the Congressional Black Caucus. Yes. And I yes. said, whoa, yes. the Congressional yes. Black Caucus? Yes. Um, these, these people are, are the modern day house Negroes that were back in the 1800s that worked for the master. Mm. And all they've done is just, is just they've taken them and they've elevated them and put them in control in Congress. They're no good. They're socialists. All of them are Marxists. Yes. They, they all jump from the civil rights movement into the Democratic Party and all they want is free stuff to give their constituents and they want to keep their constituents dependent so their constituents have to vote for them. They mm. vote against school choice. They vote for abortion. They vote to have these illegals come over here. They vote, they vote to defund the police. They vote to disarm the citizens. Anything that's bad for America, these guys are for. And when you look at where they rule, every place they rule is a ghetto. And they want to keep it that way because they keep getting elected. Baltimore, Detroit, yeah. Memphis, LA, you name it, they're there. And as long as they keep these people dependent on government, 
long as they keep them afraid and ignorant and 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 hungry and frightened and feeling that they're oppressed, they will keep control. That's their job. Yeah. But what I want a lot of our black intellectuals to do, though, is go back in time and talk about how all of this started. Because until we figure out how it started, we are not going to be able to change the thing. And it starts with the civil rights movement and the false teachings of Martin Luther King Jr. and that group. It was it was it started there, and until we acknowledge that, we're not going to change the thing. No, and uh, we have to acknowledge something here. Uh, it, 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 there's no doubt about it in these very, very tumultuous times that we live in, and it's not you know uh, isolated to just the Black American community in the inner city. Everybody's got issues, even in the rural areas. I mean, our nation is suffering right now. How do we come out of it? If it's not God-centered, then 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 you might as well not even get your wheels spinning because you you need to have and. And I also believe that instead of from the outside of the city, why not grab some success stories? I mean, you have good people that they came out of the prison system. They found God. They got their life cleaned up They're, you know, and they're they're a testament to what can happen when you bring God in your life. And, and oh, you they don't want to do that. They, 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 they don't want to do that. Who Joe does? Biden. The, the oh, Democrats don't. Oh, the Democrats Joe don't. Biden, do hmm. the, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris just celebrated hip hop. No, they had a commemoration celebrating hip hop music. Hip hop music, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, uh, uh, all of these thugs and all of these um, uh, no good people. The, uh, it's a genre of music they call black people the N word, called women the B word, the W word, misogynistic, dope, fighting, smoking dope, shooting police, murder, acting the fool. They celebrated that genre of music because that's how they see black people. Mm-hmm. They celebrated George Floyd because that's what they see. They, he's their perfect black man. Mm-hmm. Uneducated, unemployed, victimized, on drugs, mm. in prison, begging, on his knees. That's that perfect black man. That's who they want to elevate. And used to be, when you brought people to the White House, they were the best of our community. Nobel Prize winners, Super Bowl champions, yeah. um, all of our best people. And they say, this is who astronauts, this is who you want to emulate, young people. These people right here is who you want to be. Now who they got? Hip-hop artists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hip-hop artists. Yeah. I was going, you know, thugs and gangsters and, and, and dope heads and perverts. And now they say, we want you to be that. We want you to be Snoop Dogg. We want you to be Cardi B. We want you to be Dr. Dre and NWA. You know, we want you to be Rick Ross. And that's who they celebrate now in front of our people. And we wonder why our children are so crazy. You know, and, and I also heard a story uh, uh, recently, and I, I was kind of upset by it because it was the first time I heard it, um, that uh, in the Air Force, when they first, uh, they were considering, you know, when the lifting segregation and allowing uh, blacks into the Air Force, they had a group of them, uh, I think in the Air, Air Force Academy that were, that were uh, they were tested. They, they gave them the, that opportunity uh, to study, pass their test. And they scored in like the high 90-something percentile or 93 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the system said, oh, no, 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 hold on a second. You guys cheated. They just automatically accused them of cheating. We're going to separate you guys and we're going to retest you. And they all came back in and scored even higher. But when yeah. given that opportunity, they stuck their nose to the grindstone and they were the best they could possibly be. I had never heard that story before, but that's what we need to elevate. We, you know, this social engineering stuff that goes on, the social credit scoring. You know what we need to do? We could use that same type of system 
to reward good behavior. You know, somebody that comes away from a bad situation and then gives to their community and and testifies, you know, and gives testimony uh, to their local community members, people that can relate to them, you know. And it only takes a small group of people that can literally change all of Baltimore, you know. They literally could. Because you know that they look to leadership in the bloods and the crips in those streets. They do. They've got a hierarchy there that... It's almost familial, right? And and they will yeah, look but up you to got, But you got one group of people that will never let that happen. And again, go back to it. It is the Democrat Party. Yes. Anybody that goes in that community that tries to do what you're talking about, they will undermine them and destroy them. They are the problem. Yeah. They, they, they know that if these people ever, it's almost like back in the old days on the slave plantations. They did not want anybody coming there. If you gave a pamphlet about freedom out to those slaves, they would kill you. They didn't want free blacks around around slaves. If you were a free black person, you had to get out of there. Why? Because you'll teach the slaves bad habits. Mm-hmm. See, that's why they censor me. That's why the black churches, very few of them will ever allow me to come in. That's why they won't bring me to Baltimore. No, not me. That's why they won't have me on CNN. That's why they, they won't have me on, on MSNBC, because I'll be getting, I'll be teaching them bad ideas. What do you mean telling these people about freedom? What do you mean talking to these people about school choice? What do mm-hmm. you mean telling talking to these people about cheaping and bearing arms? Uh-uh, leave these people alone. No, 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 no. We want to keep them exactly where they are. Why? Because that's how we keep our power. So you have to break through it. And that's what we do. You and me, we don't ask permission. No. We do our thing. Oh, yeah. We don't ask permission. I'm not asking permission. I go in and I do my thing. And oh. no matter what they do, no matter how they try to censor me, truth crushed down to the, gro- to the ground will rise again. And that's why I wrote my book, Crime Me. Yes. To explain to the American people just who these people are. I want your viewers to go to my website, VinceEllison.com. That's VinceEllison.com. You can you can you you can view the trailers of my documentary. You can buy my three books. I got blogs there, but you will learn things that you've never learned before. It'll rock your world. Promise, absolutely. One final uh, note here, just to. Because uh, I've gotten away from football, um, but I used to be a big, big New York Giants fan, big time. And I got away from it. But, you know, a, a man named Deion Sanders recently mm. popped into a news story. I'm like, what's going on with Deion Sanders? I remember when I was following football back in the day, uh, you know, I was following the, the Giants and, and Green Bay. Deion Sanders was kind of like a, he was a troublemaker. Yeah. And all of a sudden I find out he's a, a Christian leader. Yeah. And he, now that's what I'm talking about. Somebody yeah. that the entire NFL can relate to. They don't need to be yeah. hearing from somebody that doesn't come from that culture. I want somebody like Deion Sanders to say, I was this way. And man, when I found God, and we'll talk about wealth, you know, internal wealth. That's, right. that's the type of leadership. Now, you're the new sheriff in town. We need to indict these people because what they've done is almost criminal and we can use the black american community as an example because all these principles apply to every race creating color because everybody's suffering in some sort of a way some families are broken up right it doesn't matter what what color you got people on drugs we got a a drug problem how do you pull yourself out of that there's a way to do it sir isn't i'm going to give you the last word and trust me i'm going to be promoting your stuff but how do we pull ourselves out of any situation we have to rededicate ourselves to Christ. We have to, we have to rededicate ourselves to his teachings and believe that they are true. We have to forgive one another. We have to love one another. We can't keep walking around time, but we want reparations, no justice, no peace. Uh, uh, you got more than I got, envy, jealousy. No, we have to love one another. Give forbearance to one another. 
have to forgive one another. And when we do that, we will see that America is a beautiful place. We elevate each other. See, we don't look at each other and, and compare gifts and, and, and say that you're superior to me or white supremacy. As I've said before, you've heard me say it. It is a privilege to be white, but it's also a privilege to be black. Mm. And it's a privilege to be American, but it's really a privilege to be a Christian in America, the greatest country in the history of the world, where you can have anything you want if you're willing to just sit down, believe in God, and go for it. Believe me, it is true. I have done it. You have done it. Deion Sanders has done it. And everybody that is successful in America in the right way will tell you that's the way to go. Yeah. And um, if I were to take your three books, your documentary, and and let's say, for instance, I've got, you know, contacts. I spent 20 something years in Southern California. You know, I used to go to, I remember I used to go suit and tie, you know, because I was in corporate America, downtown LA, but I had friends in South Central. I remember standing in a warehouse and you know, I mean, I became friends with them. They wanted to sell me, you know, they had pallets of AK-47s for 300 bucks. And I'm like, you know, somebody somebody else may not be able to buy. I can get stuff like this legally, you know. So I'm, I'm going to pass on this. Give it to somebody that may not be able to, you know, to get a gun and defend themselves because of their circumstances. And they were they were like, man, Santel, you're crazy, you know. But I said, I'm going to pass it up because I can go... Yeah, you know, I can afford it and I can go get one uh, legally, but I really appreciate uh, the opportunity. They said, man, we thought you were fed, you know, and, and but we know you're not because no fed would ever say something like that, you know. So I've got friends that are in the community in Baltimore and in, 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 uh, in Chicago. And I'm going to ask you this. If uh, I were to take your three books and pass them on to somebody and somebody that really wants wants to make a change, for their life and they read your books and would it, do you think that it'll have that impact that, that they need to have uh, uh, in their life? Do you think they will if somebody in the inner city? Sure, man. Your books? Um, uh, in, in a town called Lynchburg, Virginia, they used my book and they uh, flipped the whole election. They went to the black community because Lynchburg had been a, 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 a Democrat city for years. They went into the city. They got a Republican mayor now. They got a Republican city council. They played my, my, my documentary at a movie theater there. They asked me to come and do a speech afterward. 95% of the people in the movie theater were white. At the end, they gave it a standing ovation. A thousand people did. Two weeks later, they sent the, the, a church in Memphis, Tennessee called World Overcomers, a 12,000-member church, showed the same documentary to, a, to a, black, a black audience, standing ovation there. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Why? Because it tells the same exact story. You've seen the documentary. You know what it said. Oh, yeah, I do. You can't argue with it. It's nope. true. And it comes down to this one thing. Cain was, Cain was angry because God had rejected his offering and took his brother's offering, Abel. God knew Cain was angry, and he went to talk to his grandson. And he gave Cain this sage advice that if everybody listens to, it'll change their life. He said, Cain, why are you angry? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if not, sin waits at the door to master you, but you must master it. Mm -hmm. If you do well, will you not be accepted? That's it. That's, that's it. all of it. That's it. And that's what I leave you with. That's do well, it. and you'll be accepted. Black, white, Jew, Gentile, it don't matter. Do well, and you will be accepted. Last time you were on, I was on, I was on a mission. It was the first introduction to you. And 
had a very positive impact on me. Now this time, I, I heard some things that you said. I've got some work to do, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'll follow back up with you, but I'm gonna tell you something. Don't run for office just yet. Are you? Gonna, you're not gonna run for office just. We got some no, work. No man, to I don't have any intention to run for office. No. No, no, don't corrupt yourself being around those those that, that no, smell of sulfur in D.C. But you know, we got work to do. There's gonna be a grand awakening, and it can take place. And I'm gonna do whatever I can. I'm gonna provide the links down below. Uh, sir, and I, I'm honored that you come on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Pete. God Thank bless you. you. God bless you, too. I'll be back in time. All right, brother. All right. Hi, Hi, I'm Ron I'm Paul. Ron, Ron. I know what I you're know thinking. What thinking. Another gold commercial. commercial. But don't put don't the TV, put on, TV mute. on mute. You owe it you to, yourself it to yourself to listen. listen. Stock, Stock markets may be high, high right now, right now but they'll, they'll eventually fall. fall. When, they do, when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. 
Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world, but in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks, and the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. America is the place where anything can happen. America is the place where anyone can rise. And here, on this land, on this soil, on this continent, the most incredible dreams come true. This nation is our canvas, and this country is our masterpiece. We look at tomorrow and see unlimited frontiers just waiting to be explored. Our brightest discoveries are not yet known. Our most thrilling stories are not yet told. Our grandest journeys are not yet made. The American age, the American epic, the American adventure has only just begun. Our spirit is still young, the sun is still rising, God's grace is still shining, and my fellow Americans, the best is yet to come. America is the place where anything can happen. Yes, America is that place. I have such a high sense of optimism. I mean, imagine if we could take Vince Everett Ellison's, I mean, it, politically, you know, if you just consider the political implications of what you just heard and his body of work. Mm. And we set out to do the following. And I'm going to I'm going to do this. One of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to put up for all of our listening audience to share all of our. Um, 
all of our subscribers over at Locals. I'm going to post it on Locals, uh, his documentary. If you shared that documentary, and I'll put the contact information, I can actually, I can get them books autographed by Vince Ellison in the inner city. If you know somebody in, in, a, in a city, they live in the inner city, they're black American, they need to be the leader, not some white guy from the outside, not me, okay? We'll provide them all the tools they need. If they played that video in Baltimore, all of Baltimore would switch. Mm. We could literally win an election. It really wouldn't this. be that tough because no. if you've been ever been on the ground uh, and actually talked to people in these communities like we have, you will find that 80 to 90% of the people living there agree 100% mm -hmm. with Vincent. Yep. They do. They do. Uh, we're talking like it will sway the election. If, if we ignored the election fraud altogether, let's say we just quit, you know, Mike Lindell, shut down my pillow, stop the, you know, getting rid of the machines, forget about voter fraud. We just forgot awful. about, huh? I said that would be awful. No, no, but, but yeah, if, we I know did, if we did all that and we just stopped doing what we were doing, what we've been trying to do since 2020, mm -hmm. and we just focused on converting the black American vote, it would sway the election like that. Boom. Mm -hmm. It would sway the election in a heartbeat. Well, they know that, and they've proven that to be true because that, that's what they do. That's why they've kept them as voter slaves, mm -hmm. you know, promising. Yeah, and they them. hire they hire pe people like Noob Dogg and Beyonce mm -hmm. and Jay-Z and LeBron James. All of these people, prominent, rich, wealthy black people who who put that message out, you know, mm. that you too can be as a success as a success like me if you vote Democrat, right? And and it's completely the opposite of what happens, you know? Yes. All right. So check this out. So this message can be shared with a lot of people, you know. And you consider, you know, the size of our audience compared to others, actually the big shows. Like Ben Shapiro spends hundreds of of thousands of dollars in advertising. He's got mm -hmm. multi-millions of people. He spends a lot of money in advertising to bring people to the show. Mm -hmm. We can't do that. Ours is propelled by people power, all right? Yes. And, and I'm going to give you uh, one. I'm going to ask you one question first. What's the fastest growing, top growing, number one uh, platform on the internet? What is it? It has to be Rumble. It's Rumble, right? Yeah. So if you want You can us, literally watch it grow. Yeah. If you want yeah. to watch us go out and just reach more people and bring them to our, our little Patriot party, right? Uh, then, and that's why I've been asking you to push that rumble button. And guess what it does? Uh, if you can get it, we can do this today. We can do this right now if you follow along. And it's mm -hmm. done by you, not me. Mm -hmm. I can't do it, obviously. I only got one rumble shot at it, right? It's... It's all of us together, like as powerful and intelligent and as smart and good looking as I am. <laughs> I can't do it, right? Yeah, right. Watch this, okay? You have the power, okay, to put us right among because our, it, it's not because we're special. Our audience is powerful. We got a lot of people that are joined together. We're like-minded individuals.
All you have to do is just push that button and guess what you do? You literally propel the show without any Ben Shapiro advertising dollars, right? Mm -hmm. And you could literally put us on the front page of the top website on planet Earth, which is Rumble. See this? All of the top 10. The top 10 are listed here. Mm -hmm. Top six here, but top 10 generally. You right? know, what's really interesting about this too, Pete, when mm -hmm. you look at this, um, the Pete Tilly show is consistently... Within a top 10. Within the top 10. Of viewership. Of viewership. But, we, but just, we don't make it to the front page, you know, unless we're featured, which we are. We, but, mm -hmm. but we don't make it to the front page for the full day because we haven't done a good job of pushing that button to do that, to send yeah. it out. All right. So yeah. you guys understand? All right. So here it is. So I have to trick you. All right. <laughs> and give you a reason to lift your finger and push that button and send it out. Do you believe that Barack Obama has a smaller penis than Michelle Obama? Push that button. <laughs> there you go. Right? You gotta you gotta come up with little little tricks mm. and things, right? Yeah. Okay, so our top news headlines today um are false flag frenzy, black America. Mm-hmm. We've gone through most of them. We have. Yeah, we did McCarthy. A good job. I like that. McCarthy was covering for the CCP. He was. Yeah. He was covering for the CCP, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. Where'd my thing go? I, and I think, I think a lot of politicians are. Mm. And you know. Listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him up right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, listen to my segment. It's gonna be going out, by the way, and you'll you'll see it. Um, uh, you will see it out there on the internets. Okay, but there is a company that's little known, all right, but they're big. Like you hear of BlackRock, right? Mm -hmm. You ever heard of BlackRock? I have. Yeah, but not until recently, to be honest with you. You know, I was like, wow, where did they come from? And then you learn that they've been operating for, for years, you know? Yeah. And you just don't see it. Yes. Until listen, listen to Frank Gaffney. Here mm -hmm. we go. Here we go. My towels solved the problem that we've all had with towels. You're going to this. This. Oh, are you kidding me? Why? Why is it doing this? I don't know why it's doing it. Why is it doing that? <laughs> We're gonna get cut off. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do? What? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play it. Join us at 3:30 over at our locals channel. Something's going on with our network. The video feed's not coming through. You see how it chopped up before? Yes. I had to switch it. Yeah. Uh, something's going on. I need to I need to do something. Okay. But that's okay. Guess what? We're uh, a bunch of okie dokes, aren't we? <laughs> mm hmm. We know how to get around stuff like this, don't we? Yeah. It's mm -hmm. okay. We got it. Who's we? There's a mouse in my pocket. See? That's hilarious. <laughs> um, did you know that there was a um, a Chinese jet? Okay. That ran right next to a B-52. Did you know about this? No. 
Yeah, watch this. No, I didn't. Watch this. Here's the actual footage uh, from the B-52. Okay, let's see it. There it is. Watch this. There it is. It's got its afterburner on, okay? So uh, what does that tell you? Oh, wow. The afterburner is going to be on. You'll see this. It's going, this is going pretty, pretty fast. Uh, but there it was within about 10 feet of a B-52 with its afterburner on, all right? Oh, man. At a very high speed, all right? And what were they flying over? Uh, they were in international airspace. Were they? Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you what. If, if I'm flying a B-52 and a CHICOM comes up to me like that, I'm shocked that they did not shoot it out of the sky. That's mm -hmm. concerning that it was even allowed to get that close. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you, do you agree? I do agree. I was very, very shocked that it that it came that close. That's like, you know, oh, the um, the Chinese uh, hot air balloons. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, there was a hot air balloon with surveillance equipment, and we went, okay, how could you even allow that to take place? Mm -hmm. What the hell are you guys doing? What are you doing over there in the military? A bunch of dinglings. Oh, we're coloring our hair and going woke. Exactly <laughs> my point, right? Right. We're coloring our hair and going woke. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, people are reacting the same way I did. Everybody's like, wow. <laughs> That's uh, pretty surprising, isn't it? Shocking. I'm telling you, uh, I mean, I, I, I would never allow, um, I would never allow such a thing to take place. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, Lil, Lil here's Sy another said, shocking Lil thing. Lil said, said um, mm. they know we're weak. They, they would never have tried mm. something like that a couple of years ago. No. Never. No. And guess what else is coming? I've said this before. You may not have seen this footage. I've been putting it out there. Uh, we've been talking about an imminent false flag. We've been talking about them killing us. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about the crescendo to their Marxist takeover to get us fearful and accept their new world order, right? And how is it going to come? A CIA whistleblower, deathbed confession, said that it would come in 2024. Mm -hmm. And it would come how? How did they say? Mm. Do you remember? Mm -mm. John Spencer, CIA whistleblower in 1989, said that by 2024, they would bring a 3D holographic fake oh, yes, alien yes. invasion. They have the technology developed, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Now, you're going to hear he some... He saw the first hologram in, huh? in the 80s, right? He did. He saw it. He said... Yeah. You could reach out to now. It'll he thought be a, it was real. A massive thing yeah. in the sky. It looks real. It's 3D. It's holographic. Well, guess what? They have already experimented with the technology, and they're happening at Tomorrowland techno concerts. Watch this. That is floating over the crowd right there. It's even reflecting the crowd. That's crazy. 
at this one. This is creepy right here, okay? This one's really creepy. Look at that. Support us on locals. We're going to do lots of great things, lots of benefits. Need your support. Best way to do that. PeteSantilli.locals.com. Make sure you support um, the Santilli Report over on LFA.tv right here on Rumble at 4 p.m. Eastern. Look at that. Is that creepy? Santilli Report. Is that creepy? Wow, look at that. seizures <laughs> yes Rico Suave is complaining all right bye you guys see you at 3 30 all right we'll see you guys soon